guys welcome to beyond the void horror podcast and we're back and we're going to be doing a special show it is my birthday week that this episode will release although it's not on the monday that it releases and we have a few special guests actually we're going to be calling this before i get there we're calling this episode alex's b-day brain bash yeah i don't know sounds good but it we needs got, another b i think right and we got we got two guests with us today, two of our good friends, Mike Saga and Jordan Emerson, better known as The Punisher. But what's up, guys? Uh, hi. I, I The sky is up today, I heard, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy to be here. I heard your birthday's coming up, so yeah. we're going to drink in... Uh, We've in... been drinking, actually. Oh, shit. What am I fucking talking about? <laughs> Speaking of, of cheers. drinking... Cheers, guys. Fuck yeah. Here, let's clang them. Jordan's Clank. not drinking. He's being responsible. But he's, my, he's my designated driver. So cheers. I'm going to designate this alcohol down my fucking throat. I know something else that'll fit. Hey! <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got uh, our good friends here from... One of them is Mike Sagas from Philly. He's a known DJ and promoter. He's done uh, events all over the place, really. But he's done mostly in Philly and Phoenix, um, he has a lot of mixes online, and we'll include some of those links down there. Yes, you will, Alex. Jordan, of course, is the Punisher. Uh, th- seriously, out of everyone that I've ever known, Jordan, <laughs> you have the best puns. And I don't mean to put you on the spot, dude, because <laughs> Jordan's never been on the mic before. So, welcome. Yeah, I appreciate you having me for this uh, TED on TED. Yeah, session. I can't wait, dude. We're going to get all TED naked in here. <laughs> and, and somebody asked me the other day why we call each other TEDs. I don't remember. Uh, Do you well, remember? Yeah, well, I, I know the history. Uh, it was second time our buddy DJ Mindbender, who used to live in Philadelphia, he was a hard dance uh, DJ and producer. Back when there was the TED Airline, which was <laughs> owned by United, I believe, because TED is part of Was United. it like TED Talks or something? No, <laughs> it was just really weird. He was stuck in an airport. He kept seeing TED advertisements everywhere, like literally everywhere. So when he got to Arizona, he literally just started calling everybody TED. Right. And then it just stuck, and it's been an ongoing thing. That's what it was? Yeah, it was literally because of Ted Arlen. So actually, to take the joke even further, we st- I started putting on Ray Flyers at the bottom, Ted is part of United. <laughs> and we just <laughs> it got really carried away. But it's just like uh, the beginning of our friendship started with Ted, and we continued to call it, and everybody's Ted. Ted is like, it doesn't matter who you are yeah, or what like you're dude. in the circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's like... like Ted is Ted. They're like 
every Ted knows each other as a Ted. So, <laughs> so Ted's talk. I guys. do. I respond to it like it's my name. Right. Almost. It's weird. It's 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 a you're pro a Ted bond. now too, Patrick. Yeah, hey. Ted. Hey guys, Patrick Ted, Ted Patrick. <laughs> but Bender's really good at that shit. Yes. Like he's good at coming up with like weird catchphrases, just saying yep, weird, funny good. shit. Yeah, and we're all drunk, guys. So yeah, we're gonna continue to drink. Uh, what about you? What have you been up to? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Jordan. Yeah, I am mostly into gaming when I'm not working. So, right. Yeah. yeah, what do you play? I'm way into Overwatch right now. Oh, so playing on PC? Bit, yeah, yeah. Playing really? a little bit more than I should probably, but... Oh, what's your favorite right. character, though? <laughs> um, right now I play as Pharah, but it, it depends on the match. Really? Honestly. You're a Pharah, huh? Yeah, fair enough. I'm the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> ah! He did it. All right. Uh, mine is probably the fucking dwarf guy. I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, Torbjorn, yeah. Torbjorn, and uh, I do the soldier guy a lot, too. Soldier 76. Yeah. yeah, he's like Dirty Harry. I figured probably like yeah, kind of well, like the movie throw He's kind of the typical first-person shooter character, but he's yeah. like really good if you know how to use him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every character is all about uh, right. comfortable with him. What about you, Patrick? What have you been up to? Same thing as always, pretty much. Jerking you know, off and jerking playing off, Zelda. Playing Zelda. <laughs> you jerk off to Zelda? Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty awesome, right? Hey, Zelda's pretty hot. Yeah. Especially Fuck in yeah. this game. But uh, <laughs> not much up. Well, you're always looking at his ass, I guess, huh? His in, ass. In the game. Link. Because you're third person. Oh, I, was, uh, I thought you were talking. Bad joke. All right. Moving along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, maybe we should kind of go into like how we all met. Real quick. Yeah. So how did I... I think I remember the first time I met you. There was a rave that you were playing, and Bender told me to come out and meet you. And it was a hard dance party, right? Right, but I was playing drum and bass in the outdoor area. Right! Yeah. That's right. weird, right? But and Bender weird. and I were starting up Black Ops at that time. Yeah, I think he just sold you his computer, correct? I'm, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's how he said he knew you. He's like, he's like, yeah, this dude Alex I met, it's like... He's really into industrial, and I'm, I think he was even like teaching you because you were graduating from what production program you're using, and you wanted to start using another program. Acid Pro. Yeah, yeah and Bender, obviously, the all-knowing fucking Sony Yeah, Acid he was Pro my god. Pad- I was his Padawan. Yeah, you, you were a young Padawan <laughs> learner. And uh, yeah, so he's like, yeah, this dude's cool. You know, I'm teaching him how to use this. He wants to buy my computer. And uh, yeah, man, that's, yeah, we met at a rave. Yeah, and I think we, I think we got along pretty quick. Yeah, I, I, I remember you being very cool. Thank you. Yeah. What are you saying? I'm not cool anymore. Well, uh, you're right. It's up in the air. Wow. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, <laughs> what about you, Jordan? How did we meet? Uh, I know that around that time when you and Bender were, were uh, right. Well, I met you in other places. We but yeah, we usually hung out at a lot of the same clubs. Like Palazzo, I think was probably. Yeah, where we, that's we right. Met. I think you remember that Black and Tan. Did you go to Black and Tan? I've never been there. No. Really? No. Ah, you belong there. <laughs> it was an underground speakeasy place here in Phoenix. Okay. Oh wait, like I've been Leviticus, there before. Yeah. That was I our was, first show, by the way. We played at that. I went to something, some underground thing there. It's not around anymore, right? dude. It was up until like seven in the morning. Yeah. And we would just get shit housed. Like yeah. people would be having sex behind the DJ booth, like that kind of crazy shit. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like my typical weekend, right? Yeah, ball gag and all. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, we went there. But yeah, if you guys don't know who Bender is, he's he he's my uh, partner in my band. Uh, he's kind of we're not doing much with it, so. But just to give you guys an idea who Bender is, His Mind name Bender pop up. Yeah, yeah, we call him Mind Bender. I've never called him Mike. Yeah, I mean I have, but it just didn't. Feel I have the right. same fucking name as him. It would get confusing. That's why he was always Bender. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I think it might be that time. 
Okay, so we got a, a, a pretty interesting shot. Um, to give you guys kind of an idea, it is called Alex's B-Day Brain Bash. And the reason why we called it Brain Bash, or I called it that, no, I didn't really talk to anybody about this, I'm sorry. But it's my fucking birthday, all right, Patrick? I, I still think it needs another B, maybe big. Yeah, like <laughs> baked. No, I'm kidding. That's just you. This is me. But no, uh, the reason we called it Brain Bash is because we got a bunch of like three different movies that we're going to be watching. Now, Mike and Jordan are going to be leaving after the grave plot segment uh, for time reasons, obviously, because we've been drunk and hanging out way too long. Uh Um, But um, the Brain Bash is we're going to be doing a what is called a Brain Basher. That's right. How about the uh, Medulla Oblongata? The Punisher strikes again! <laughs> Medulla Oblongata. All right, I'll do it. <laughs> that was dope, dude. Let's do it, because he made it up. All right, so we were going to call it Brain Basher, but we're doing whatever Jordan wants, because it's not my show. I don't care. <laughs> Looks like the Punisher is taking over. All right, guys, so there's a, a few ingredients that we're going to put in this. We're going to be putting in peach schnapps. Cream or creme de menthe. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to be putting in Bailey's and a little bit of grenadine. Now, the way this works, you're supposed to pour in about half a shot of peach schnapp. Oh, you just, did you spill some? Don't schnapp now. (laughs) (laughs) He's the Punisher. He should have his own little, like, theme jingle every time he does one. He's the Punisher, and fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Like, even if you don't laugh. Do you want to hear more? (laughs) Would you like to know more? All right. Alex, you've clearly displayed the skill of not being a bartender. Yeah, well, I never said I was, so... Suck a dick. I am. I basically got a mic in my fucking mouth. Yeah, there you go. got a mic in his mouth. You're pretty good at it. I seem to be pretty good at it. It's so long and large. (laughs) Look, we're going to have a drinking battle in a second here, because right. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's get organized here. So we <laughs> got luck. we got half a shot of peach snap, then we're going to just dibba-dabble a little cream de menthe in there. You don't want to put much. You don't. You just really you just want to put, like, I, I wouldn't even say a fourth. A dandy's touch. It's sperm. It's cream. cream it's really men. just for color. <laughs> cream de menthe. It's horrible. <laughs> Cream is some oh, young guy. Kind of guy. <laughs> All right. So then that's where the Bailey's comes in. So you just want to kind of like fill it up almost oh, to the top, but not all the way. And it's going to start to curdle. Blood curdling sounds. So then now that you got the Bailey's floating on the top, it will separate. Technically, you're supposed to wait, but we're not going to. Uh, it just looks like baby poop, I oh. guess. And then you drizzle in just enough grenadine over top. Oh, that's her name. And it's supposed to uh, separate. So, Medulla Oblongata. Yeah. Oblongata? Oblongata. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. All right. Here you go, Jordan. Jordan? All thank right. you. Saga? Oh, I thank you, kind sir. <laughs> Patrick? Snap it over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. To uh, my birthday and uh, reuniting. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, motherfucker. Thanks, man. 
Salute. Beyond Salute. my stomach, motherfucker. Mm. Oh, God, I think I'm going to puke on my mic. It's not Just that kidding. bad. Pretty no. good, yeah. It's actually pretty tasty. It's like I sucked off a vampire. Mm. <laughs> a dandy. Yeah. A dandy mm. vampire. Oh, daddy. Son. Are you on your second beer? Yeah. No, I, oh. I, I drank okay. one of them. He's not. Oh, maybe. I would bet. Well, yeah, this is my second beer. My if second you guys beer. don't know, you can find the, the ingredients on here. I think it's actually pretty good. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would. I would if you gave it a scale. Like, a scale? Maybe not that you would order it, but just how I much? Like an eight. An eight. Okay. Yeah. Patrick? 6.5. Yeah, probably about a five or six. Okay. Oh, gee, Jordan. I would give it like an eight. I'm with yeah, you, Mike. Man, fair so enough, it's bro. about a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, average it out. All right. So if you guys want to find that, you can find that on our website at longlivethevoid.com and go to our horse shot section. And that's it for horse shots. Bye. So uh, there's a, we used to do this segment. It was kind of like about all this stuff. That is crazy. What was it called? It's the fucking news. Here is the fucking news. So, so, we're back with the news, and this is something I kind of involved everybody with. I made them watch trailers and shit, so we're going to talk about that now. This is the news segment. Don't fucking sneeze on my show, Michael. I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. I'm kind of drunk right now, I'm not going to lie. It's his fucking birthday week. Yeah, well, I I never celebrate the week thing like some people do. I sure do. I'm pretty much like, oh, it's my birthday. I'm old. Hey, I think I'll go play some shuffleboard. Um, no. All right, first of all, so we're going to be talking about this uh, trailer that just came out. It's a movie called Tonight She Comes. And it's a trailer that is kind of an independent film. I actually spent a little bit of time talking to the director online by the name of Matt Stewart's. And he was a really cool guy. Uh, I just kind of tagged him in it thinking he would never even respond. And he and I had a good back and forth. So, uh, But I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it looks pretty cool. What did you guys think? I, Dude, that the fucking name alone. You know, <laughs> I think of a porno. You see this beautiful lady drenched in blood. And, Naked. I mean, and it's at night and she's coming. I mean, I'm fucking sold, man. <laughs> you, this could be like the shittiest movie on the planet and I'm still going to jerk off. Dude, and, and just right now we lost about like 30 feminists of our friends. I'm That's sorry. <laughs> I still think you're beautiful and I'm I jerk kidding. off to you too. I don't think you understand what feminism is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm, I'm truly excited for this. Uh, it was a little like as you get through the trailer. I think about why I love like uh, horror movies is there's always that tacky element, right? So it just makes well, me... it looks fun. It yeah, just looks exactly. fun. That's why we love. Isn't that why we love the horror right. genre? Yeah. So, but I'm I'm really excited about it. What do you think, Jordan? Uh, I was pretty pretty excited for it so far. I mean, from what I've looks seen, it fun. looks like a yeah, definitely a bloodbath kind of. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> yeah. copious amounts of blood. He's sort of like a like a almost cabin fever kind of gore. Yeah, they compare yeah. it to cabin fever, and what was the other one? Oh, what was it? Oh, what was the other one? It was, I don't know, I can't remember. But basically it's a group of, of friends that go out to a cabin or in the woods somewhere and then they get abducted by somebody because they're running away from some situation. And there's a bunch of like redneck family that are like out to kill people for some odd reason. They see a girl across the lake who's like completely naked and covered in blood. You start to wonder 
why there is and they're like hey you can come party with us you know like i don't know it just looks funny okay, yeah it Carrie, looks fun. you can party with us it looks <laughs> it looks like a retro pastiche sort of style kind of like movie but like almost like it doesn't take itself too seriously like the girl's eyes lit up and yeah. like and it, it, the the trailer says it'll catch you off guard so that makes me interested yeah right it looks like they're having fun while they're i think so yeah they've got the spirit I would, I would definitely watch it i think so too yeah would do business with again five stars <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah guys if you want to check out the trailer check that out below also in the news robert rodriguez is getting the blessing from carpenter john carpenter that is for escape from new york remake and his words he said quote robert rodriguez is going to direct escape from new york in all caps, by the way. I'm excited about this. Robert is great. So, And if some of you are familiar with Escape from New York, our homie Snake Plissken is in it, yeah. a.k.a. Kurt Russell. I don't think he's going to be in it. I don't know. Uh, that would, would be cool, but yeah. you were. Well, he's friends with Robert Rodriguez, so yeah. I would assume. Maybe a cameo? A ca- cameo is always Well, that's fun. what I'm thinking. Well, you could still do the Snake Plissken story, just... Have him as an old man, right? Like, a th- yeah, like, 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 yeah. He could come across him. Or he something could be, like that. Um, what's his name? Um, that was in the first one. I honestly still think he could play Snake. Yeah, I mean, that's they. Kurt Russell is Snake Plissken. Oh yeah. So I don't think that. I mean, if you tried to get somebody to to play that role, I just, I think it. I don't know. It would be the same, right? You know, you piss off a lot of Harry fans, Dean dude. Stanton. Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Like, and it's kind of, aren't they talking? We were talking. He about could it play outside, the Harry though. Dean Stanton character almost. Yeah. I wouldn't want it though. I know, but I mean, like, if Patrick you want saying he will riot. I, I, will. I have a feeling he's not going to be in it because it would be so confusing. Like they're rebooting it in a way. Yeah. Like he's going to be in it as a cameo, probably. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that news. Um, I'm cool with it if John Carpenter's cool with it. True. I'm not going to fucking yeah. bitch. Also. If you guys have been checking out the social media recently, um, there is a project that is on Kickstarter that I have been supporting, and I've asked a lot of people to support. And if you haven't heard of it, it's called The Conduit on Kickstarter. Uh, It's John Hale's The Conduit, and it's a short film. It's a creature film with a bunch of crazy creatures that you can... uh, Basically, a guy has a problem with sleeping. Every time he does, basically, the, the creatures will break through a hole in their existence. And he's got these really cool, like an eel, like a demon little character, and like a huge-ass Goliath that he's going to be putting in it. This is the second time that they that he's attempted it. And so far, it's got like over about 11,000 uh, gained from it on Kickstarter in just the past three or four days. Nice. So by the time you guys have heard this, you'll probably see more. But I urge you to go check it out. It is a very good project. The John Hale is amazing, and the people that are involved are all very supportive of it. So I can tell you right now, I even donated a, a song to the trailer for the Kickstarter. Oh, cool. So because I'm just like into it. Plus, I even got one of the like hundred dollar fucking packages because I was like, it comes like a T-shirt, poster, Blu-ray, fucking all this shit. Nice. Anyway, guys, not trying to tell you what to do, but if you want to see independent horror come up and mainstream horror stop making reboots. This is your chance. Do it. Do it now. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know what? You <clears throat> fucking you just do it. But seriously, <laughs> seriously though, God like if it. you can't, if you if you are not happy with seeing remakes and reboots, you got to support underground because then it shows the big guys like, oh well, shit, they're making money. Yeah. 
You know, like, I don't know. Take the money away from the big guys. But the project looks really cool. So I put the link down below for you guys. Just check our social media, too, if you want. Also, our final piece of news, the biggest news this week of oh, last yeah. week. Heavy the breathing. new It trailer has released like the Kraken. What do you guys think about the new trailer, guys? Let's talk I, about it. You know what? I'm going to say it's 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 complete shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. I just want to throw all of you off. Uh, I Okay, I walked into this shit. Literally, I'm like... Bitching about scoff- it? Yeah, I scoffed. I mean, think of it. I was born in 1977, the year of Star Wars and punk rock. I got the healthiest doses of great 80s cinema growing up. Enough to process it to remember when I got older, like, I know it's cool, and fuck you guys if you don't like my opinion. Right. Well, so of course I'm going to have a different opinion than most people, okay? I was skeptical. And I told you not to be? Well, fuck you. I didn't want to listen to you. But (laughs) no, by the end of that trailer, I, I would like to see this movie. I'm serious, like... What do you, uh, you, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, so far, so good. It was, it was pretty short, but um, definitely had the familiar motifs that, uh, sure. you know, stuff that, that you expect to see with... Uh, with Are you, know. you appalled that someone's trying to fill the shoes of <laughs> Tim Curry? No, absolutely not. No, I, I would absolutely watch the movie. Like, <laughs> what about you, Patrick? You I know, I was on the fence, literally, until I watched the trailer. But, yeah, it, it seems like he, he nailed it. Yeah. Like, when you see him running in that... In the sewers at that kid, you're like, holy shit! This the veracity. Well, it wasn't the sewers. I think it was the the basement. Yeah, whatever whatever it was, you know. But it was. I I thought it was genuinely creepy. I know that, and I understand he's supposed to be a friendly clown. And there's some people out there that are going to be like, this is not Tim Curry. Like, (laughs) right? Like, just chill out a little bit. Like, don't get carried away. No one's ever going to fill the shoes of Tim Curry. And when is it okay that they redo it? Yeah. It's like, whatever. Like, it's going to happen, guys. If it can kind of spin it a different way. I went into Dawn of the Dead, like, excited and hoping it was going to be good. And I was blown away. Yeah. The remake was amazing. Some of my favorite movies are remakes. Like, The Blob, True. 1988, which they're probably going to be rebooting again. Which I'll probably not be so excited about, but I'll be open to it. It'll be a CG Blob. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Rob Zombie. Yeah. Was going to do it, and it was supposed to like be kind of like Body Snatchers. Yeah. It was almost like he was trying to morph like two movies together to do something so different. Body Snatching, Morphing Blob? That's yeah, it was, was going to like like <laughs> tiny blobs that would get into people's brains. Head. It just has Excedrin. It's not going to be that anymore. But anyway, my point is, there are good remakes out there. The Fly's a really great remake. Yeah, <clears throat> Jeff fucking Goldblum. The man. Blob, Dawn of the Dead. The Thing. The Thing yeah, is amazing. That's pretty much a Kurt reboot, Russell. I would say. Because they weren't opening like 700 doors during the... <laughs> yeah. like, if you guys have ever seen a thing that came from another planet, <laughs> it's so just long, like yeah. door slamming. Like, <laughs> like literally, there's like 150 door slams. I thought the House on Haunted Hill was an okay remake uh, was there door slamming in it patrick i'm not gonna say remember. that there's that's reason to believe that this could be good well no yeah definitely yeah it's not yeah, as good as the original but it wasn't it could have been more horrible it's kind of it like oh that guy came in the room he's here to party You're like oh yeah i remember you you were cool once <laughs> Wow. <Yeah. laughs> it's not like the like oh shit fucking dawn of the dead's here <laughs> You know, like, oh, the thing is, holy shit, the thing is here. <laughs> all right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry, are you guys excited about it at all? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to jerk off to it. That's how <laughs> I give it five stars. I think, I, I don't think, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's more well-balanced a little bit, maybe, 
maybe it won't be so much as like Tim Curry made the original miniseries. The book is different from the miniseries anyway. So there was no like uh, yeah. sex party at the end. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as one of my friends, Josh is going to get mad at me for saying this, but hope you're listening. <laughs> you piece of shit. And something we have to look forward to as well. I, I mean, I haven't seen it since probably I was a kid. Uh, that thing does show its final form, correct? There was, oh, please don't let it find, be the spider with the nightlight right, on so the belly. Here's please the don't. Interesting part. I want to know, what the fuck are they going to pick for that fucking final form if they're going to go that I, route? See, that's where I think it's going to jump the shark. So that you don't think like, they're going to let him Tim be? McGinley's first of all, going to be there. Yeah, like yeah, it's Tim Curry and he's just like a big, a big <laughs> it's beast him in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. Dude. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. I'm writing my saga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, fucking like, hate mail. I love that guy. He's still. <laughs> <laughs> He's, That's so ignorant. He's still, he's still my Lord of Darkness from Legend. I love you, Tim Curry. You're like so my ignorant. spirit actor, motherfucker. He, I can joke around. Fuck you, Alex. He's just got a remote control, and he's like changing shit. <laughs> We're all going to hell. We're going to love it. Oh, my God. What did we just do? First of all, let me just clear the air a little yes. bit. We love Tim Curry. No, we're seriously no big. No disrespect. Yeah, we're big Tim Curry fans. <laughs> I might eat Mike Soggy. I'm going on record saying... I love the shit out of that guy. He is like everything to me. All right, now you're going overboard. Just stop. <laughs> you yeah. fucked it up. I know, yeah. right, it's too late now. You fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> There's like tears in my eyes. Like, it's so fucked up. Um, All right, okay. That's it for the news, guys. Hello, darkness, my own friend. Wait, I think one of our our guests should draw. Oh, yeah, no, I'm okay. All right, guys, so we're going to go ahead and jump into one of our most popular segments where we create a movie title, well, a bunch, rather, and pull them out of a hat and then come up with the entire plot, kills, deaths, everything, story, characters, and even the tagline and make a fake VHS cover. It's called Grave Plots, and we'll tell you that right now. And now we're going to go ahead and draw a name out of the hat to see what this week's Grave Plots is. Who wants to do it? Who wants the honor? Yeah, I think Jordan. All right, Jordan. Okay. Yeah, yeah just shake it up. So I made them, I made Mike and Jordan put in two each. So, and I told them to write their names on it so that we would, um, if we ever pulled it out on a later date, we would use it. Wicked. So what do we get? All right. First one. It could be drink a shot, so I just I'm letting you know. <laughs> and in that case, Mike's going to be drinking the shot. Yes, I there will because Jordan yeah, did do, pick do two for me. Word, I'm not. I think it is. I think it is. I think it's a drink a shot. All right, I'm drinking some Red Breast, by the way, because Red Breast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here. Cheers, my friend. It's your motherfucking pre-birthday, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. Oh, God, that hurts. All right, Jordan's got it. It is take a shot. Oh! Michael. Mike has to take a shot. Look, ladies and gentle freaks, I, Mighty Mike Saga, I'm grabbing this whiskey. You're going to slam red breast? Look, everybody, I want you to know that this is like Jameson times 10, and uh, (laughs) 
But I've always said one thing about anything harsh like liquor. I like my liquor harsh like my industrial. So. <laughs> suck it back. Mm. Oh, God. It. Oh, it Dude, burned. It makes me want to, like, jiggle a little like Fuck. that. <laughs> uh, I hurt now. <laughs> oh. All right, draw another one. You got to get it. We gotta get a real name this time. Hurt. Fuck my life. Take take a shot, bitches. When I get oh, oh my god oh, again. Oh really? Yeah, you gotta go, buddy. Oh fuck you guys. Do it. Do okay, it. I'd like to quote one of my favorite. No, movies. just drink the shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Ow! I just yo, you just I keep know. I'm like beating the shit out of his beak. Show. Just to give you guys an idea, we've got a microphone taped to a fucking mic stand that keeps dipping, and again, he keeps hitting mic in the. The mic, the mic. Yeah, just hold it like you're holding the dick, dude. Here's the Army, Navy, and the wars that we won. Here's to America's flag, the colors that never run. I just quoted Big Trouble and motherfucking Little China. Let's drink this. Let's go. Cheers. You know what Jack Burden can do. Ah, drink. (laughs) Wow, it hurts my heart. All right. All right, Jordan, one more. Real quick, do you realize that it's been three weeks in a row that someone's drawn two take a shots? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Special. All right, so you, Mike's drawing it this time. Look, it's like popcorn, and I ain't going to eat it this time, though. I wonder if I figure out which one's mine. Just grab one. All right, fine. It's a spit wad. It's going to be guys. a take a shot. Oh, shit. I mean, these things look like spit wads. Just for anybody that's listening, these look like spit wads. Uh, I think I'm actually going to spit on it, so it really is a spit wad. There, I spit on it. All right. It is Jordan the Slavery. The slaughtery. The slaughtery. Whoa. All right. Yeah, sounds like a like a the bathery. Wait, wait, wait. Well, Jordan, explain to us what the slaughtery. No, no, no. Is. Can't he can't ruin it for us? Oh, he can't. Oh, okay. He can't lead the story. He oh, he's not allowed. I don't know the fucking game. Well, you're learning. Oh, fuck me. All right. So the slaughtery. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Patrick. Go ahead, Patrick. You have any ideas? Right off the bat, I just imagine just nothing but slaughter. Not you're even a real to, plot. You're just gonna have to grab you don't it. know shit about the movie. You just see people just fucking getting hacked up. Right off the bat, the slaughtery. Yeah. Okay. So that opened this. What? But what is it about? Why are they getting slaughtered? There's got to be a reason. There, yeah, there has to be a reason. I just so it's don't just know a it conveyor yet. belt with people dropping into a. I know. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> and then there's some dude taking a shit, drinking the liquid. I know exactly why this is happening. Actually, it. This movie actually takes place in Florida. This is for all these fucking grandmas and grandpas that can't stop playing the, the fucking snowbirds. lottery. So guess what happens? They get slaughtered. So the first scene of the movie, it takes place in an old folks home. And there's just this motherfucker with a chainsaw. And for whatever reason, he's obsessed with the fact that people are playing the poor people's tax lottery thing or whatever. And he just slaughters all of them. But here's where the twist and the plot turn happens. Okay. He sees... He sees one of those things where the ba- all the baby babies are and stuff like that in the hospital. He just ends up in a hospital for whatever fucking reason. And it's one of those nurseries. He decides to slaughter everybody in the fucking nursery. And now it's 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 just horrible. There's just blood everywhere and it's nonstop. It's like that movie, what's it called, where the dude, if, he's, if his heart stops, he'll die. Crank. Uh, yeah, it's like yeah. Crank, Iron but Man? With, a, with a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> like if he, he stops slaughtering, he dies. Yeah, so it's Iron Man. Yeah. It's like an Iron Man movie. Yeah, yeah I don't I'm know. kidding. I'm sorry. It well, needs to be Alex, little, Does have, he need the blood or something to survive? He, need, he just needs to see old people and babies die. <laughs> I think. Oh, okay. I think we need to draw a little bit of a backstory though. Just that's where you coming, Alex. I, I think. <laughs> I think the guy should be pissed because he's been playing the lottery so much right. for years and he's never won, and uh, all these old people one. keep winning. 
So he just every time it's like some old person, he goes and kills them all. Fair enough. That's you see what more I'm saying? Real, like realistic. They're like, you're not even gonna spend the money. You're you fucking old. old fuck. Yeah. And he's like, goes over there and just starts chainsawing all of them and their friends and family and shit wherever they are. Like, I think it's good. Yeah, as long as he lies down on their blood and fucks it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the name of Mike's uh, one of Mike's mixes. My third DJ mix. I would never suspect that you would promote your fucking mixes on I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm my saga. I'm a promoter. Uh, yeah. I remember making a joke once about how uh, you would be the guy that would be handing a flyer to someone while they're taking a shit. Yes. In the fucking bathroom. <laughs> you go, hey, go dude. under the thing. Like, Yo. You're taking a shit. There's a there's a hand. If you're squeezing this out right now, check this out. You might want to squeeze out some fun right you now. You want to squeeze in some time to go check to my out, party? Check out this party. <laughs> wow. uh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I have an idea. Okay, go ahead. So maybe he takes a bunch of old people. Right. Right. And he gouges out maybe like one of their eyes. Oh, maybe each he makes, one. Okay. And then he makes like, you know, like the balls swirl around. That's and he bingo, pulls one dude. Out. Well, they do that for the powerball and old shit. It's people, though. Right. So okay. like whoever's eye that he pulls out, that's the person who's going to get it. That gets killed. Right. Right. So they all get to play. You lose an eye, but you might lose your life. The slaughter. That that, that's that kind of cool. I like, yeah, that. I like that. Yeah. You lose your eye, you could lose your life. <laughs> I like yeah, it's a cheesy horror movie. So, right? what about you, Jordan? Like, ah, sorry, oh my god, I just abused Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. So, tell us what you. That was uh, pretty close to my idea too. Is it really? It was just yeah. Your your numbers up, so we're gonna, we're gonna come for it. it was, I was looking for a pun. It was off the cuff. That's a pretty good one though. I like yeah. that. So okay, so what? A, what if there's like one old person that like fights back? The hero. Yeah. Do we want It's like hero? an old person hero. Not like, you know, Bubba Hotep style. Right. But like an old person some way. Like a really old person that fights this guy. Now, I, I feel What does like... this guy look like, too, by the way? Rutger Hauer. Like, what's he... Yeah! He looks like Rutger <laughs> Dude, you can totally so get we'll Rutger just get Hauer Rutger Hauer to play him, all right? Yeah, I think he's, he's had a little practice recently with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You can totally get Rutger. All right, so Rutger Hauer is the killer. Uh, who's going to play the old person? The hero? We don't even have to like pick an actor, necessarily. Just description of them, if you want. Uh, I would like to go out there and say the hero should be Nick Nolte. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> like, the, like, no, ten years from now, Nick Nolte. Yeah. Like, even worse than Ernie But, I mean, is. he's a mess as it is. I'm just saying. It's so funny that you bring that up because, <laughs> or is it Nick Nolte? Gary Busey? Maybe? Gary oh, Busey. Oh, Gary Busey. Yeah. I think yeah. we should throw Gary Busey in the mix, be too. Gary Busey 10 Gary, years from now. Yeah, Gary Busey 10 would years be, from now. He'll I be mean, like 120 at that time, right? right? Well, actually, you know what? <laughs> and maybe Busey. we'll use the other guy, too, as the cop, since he's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's used to playing that role. Well, maybe maybe Gary Busey and Rucker Howard. Or no, wait, no. Gary Busey and uh, Nick, Nick, Nolte Nick Nolte are in the home together. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I have a So they're like though. buddy guys, but one of them wins. It's got to be Gary Busey. Yeah, but I feel like... Because he never Busey, wins, dude. But Gary Busey or Nick Nolte, could, either of them could be the villain in this. Think about that for a second. You're I'm talking into the mouth. you're talking into the peg rather than the mic. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I'm you're like, like, hey, what's up, you baby? Put that liquid down my mouth. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, no, I feel like Nick Nolte and and uh, Gary Busey both could play a great villain. So that I I, no, 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 because we got Rucker Howard playing the villain. I don't know, man. I'm well, having I think some that's plot a good twisting idea. changes now. <laughs> really, I, mean, I think Nick Nolte and Gary Busey should hang out in this. They yeah, should be buddies. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, then. 
they could be a tag team duo that are the heroes. Because you, don't you think they would have good acting, crazy acting? Like they're they, retired cops or some shit. I, yeah, I yeah, think they'd be great buddy friends. Like right. I think that would be kind of cool to see the two of them work together, man. Yeah, it's like good guys though. Right, you're right. No, no, you're right. Because yeah, one could, like me and Patrick are just saying, like one's like an ex-marine, one's an ex-cop or something. Right. Or one was in World War Two or something. Bro. Well, maybe we should. Like narrow this down to maybe not the lottery to maybe something they play inside the home like bingo or you know whatever. I think one of the people needs to win. It could be like Nick or Gary, yeah. And like this guy doesn't like it, so like he's killed other old people before. Okay. So like this, it's now their number. Like this Rudger Hauer or whoever we're gonna have to be the bad guy. I thought Rudger Hauer was pretty funny. No, that's true. Um, but he goes and in the beginning of the movie, you see him kill some lottery winner. Like, they're jumping up and down and winning, and somehow he just appears. There's just, like, like a chainsaw through their... their, their it side. doesn't even have to make sense. Like, yeah. why is he there all of a sudden? Like, how does he know? Maybe yeah. he works at the lottery, and we don't find that or out till later. Or he works at a 7-Eleven or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's got access to see who who won. Right. You know what I mean? At some some regard, you know what I mean? And find their address or where they right. are, and then he finds them, and then he goes to their house and kills them. And that's right. the beginning of the movie. And now now we we fast forward to Gary and Nick, who are hanging out as grumpy old men, pretty much. Right. You know, trying to hit on the ladies. One of them's kind of like doesn't even know where he is. He's probably eating toilet paper. Right. I think that'd probably be Gary. But as long as the sex drive <laughs> is powerful. As long as they have a high sex drive in the movie. He's like... <laughs> Nick Nolte's mad, goddammit. It's damn so it, funny I because need, my, buddy, my buddy, my uh, buddy Guns, on that we play video games with, was literally just sent us a text, like, yesterday, talking about how he saw Gary Busey at the store. I was like, was he drink Or at the gas station? And I was like, "Is he? was he drinking gasoline? <laughs> like, what was he? <laughs> Water fountain, right? <laughs> I love you, Gary Busey, if you're listening. You're probably not, but I'm just telling yeah. you. We're big fans. Yeah. I loved you in Silver Bullet. <laughs> All right, so let's let's wrap this up a little bit more. So, what are some of the kills? So, like, does the guy is this a big home for old people? Like, it's got to be a big one. Yeah, right? it's a really nice one. It's because it, if it takes place in Florida, it's like the creme de la creme of fucking like retirement homes. Right, it's like shady okay. acres. So it's, yeah, like, yeah, it's, and it's, there's acres, right? Okay. So, uh, so some can I go first? Some of the kills. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Pick so one. You get one. Okay. So Rutger Howard being our fucking main antagonist, one of the people at the at the place who wins. Who's who's the winner? Is it Gary or Nick? So well, we were, I thought we were talking about how they're gonna like. But we got to figure out who won, okay. just so it can set the path in motion. I'm I'm a big fan personally of everybody dies in horror movies. I'm like a big fan of that. I, I like I love that where there is no there tries to well, be well sure but but who wins the lottery is I what want I'm our antagonist to win I want Rucker I mean who Howard. wins so, no I want, well, I that's mean, just I want, gonna kill the whole plot of the movie yeah you just you is. just <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I blame it on alcohol right he's now. drunk <laughs> I can't even, look so we say Gary right. Because Gary never wins yeah, anything. Yeah. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah, He's, him and his crazy I teeth. think it would be funny if maybe Nick Nolte was trying to steal the money from him and was kind of befriending him. True. subplot, yeah. Right, like a yeah. subplot yeah. that Gary, like Nick was like, he's stupid and crazy and he's like eating toilet paper. Right. And like pissing in his mouth or whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> God. Yeah. I mean, have you seen him? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus, we're going. <laughs> this to hell. is ridiculous. Um, so anyway, so Nick is trying to get the money, but the Rucker Howard guy kills who? He finds out where they are at this place, and he starts killing people just indiscriminately because 
Right. They're in the same place at one. And by the way, I, I do think Gary Busey's kid should be one of the orderlies there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jake Busey? Yeah. yeah. Jake's Jake cool. Busey's just as batshit crazy as his dad. Is he? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm mad at me. He didn't seem crazy at all, so it's probably He seems cool lie. to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so all So does good. Gary. Fuck it. Let's yeah. have fun. Look, Starship Troopers, his son played a great role in that movie. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Great movie all around. A little yeah. prick. Yeah, nice prick. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean, like, legitimately dick. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so, kill scene. Okay, first kill scene. Who does okay. he kill? Uh, I am going to say that neither Gary Busey nor Nick Nolte gets it. No, of course not. They got to be until the yeah, end. Yeah, no, you know who he's going to kill? They're friends to the guess end, who's, guess, guess who's making a debut in this movie? I'm sorry, a guest appearance. David motherfucking Hasselhoff, all right? <laughs> the Hoff is going to get offed, all right? And the way that Hoff is going to get <laughs> Listen to me, though. Rucker Howard is going to have this really cool chainsaw thing, right? Where it's got, like, um... It's it, he loops it with Vaseline, so it cuts really grossly. And not only is it red blood, blood that goes everywhere. There's like Vaseline that goes everywhere too. Uh. And the first thing that you see fly out of David Hasselhoff's mouth are his teeth, and they fly everywhere. And then like the teeth actually fucking hit the camera and bounce off the camera, and that's uh, the shots. Right. And, and then maybe classic. like a Wendy's cheeseburger falls out. Right. Whatever David Hasselhoff <laughs> is eating at the time, the piece of King. comes out. But that's the first kill scene in the movie. Is and he's David really drunk. He's got to be really drunk. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's but that's my two cents on that. As long as there's teeth hitting the camera, Mighty Mike Saga is fine. Okay, so how does he do it, though? Like, explain. Oh, but, but this is a really interesting. It's a, it's a modern-style chainsaw. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Let's go with, like, uh, it's probably, like, fucking, uh, what's the big brand of, like, uh, you go to Home Depot or... Or Lowe's, and you want to buy like the latest in uh, technology for 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 chainsaws. Technology, yeah, and it's it's probably like the uh, latest in technology lumber. Like, craftsman, or... right? It's a craftsman, and it's like right. this giant chainsaw, right? But it's got, like I said, he for whatever fucked up reason, Rucker Howard puts Ow. Vaseline all over it before he kills people. <laughs> okay, so he butts uh, the Hoff in the mouth, yeah. and the Hoff gets offed. The Hoff gets offed, and it's fucking. <laughs> Like I said, teeth everywhere. All right, so now that we got a theme, we got to start adding all these old actors in. Yeah, like we have to. Like maybe Stallone's in this. We get Schwarzenegger. We get Schwarzenegger. We get fucking uh, Dolph Lundgren in that bitch. You know, like fuck. They're not like old people home. Old. They're pretty old. Look as it work as an orderly. He just did a new movie called Don't Kill It. I haven't seen it yet. I, I my buddy on Horamino. Sin Fury has been telling me to watch it. I, I was going to watch it, but I just, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I know. It's a anyway, laugh. so I think Dolph Lundgren, we got uh, Schwarzenegger, and who else did you say? Uh, oh, Stallone. Uh, Stallone. But we, I mean, uh, while you're at it, you should get fucking. Uh, but we have to have an older lady. Like, who's a famous older lady? Let's put Roseanne in there. Oh, Betty White. Betty She's White. In that bitch. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Betty yeah. White's there. She gets killed. Yeah, it has to. All right, so let's start picking people off. I'm going to pick Stallone just because. Uh, so, uh, okay, well, fuck, now I don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll just jump into it, Alex. You'll figure it out. No. <laughs> You'll be figure smart. it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to be All smart. the alcohol will help you. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so Stallone is, like, checking himself out in the mirror. Uh, he kicks open the door. Stallone's like, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he turns around and he kicks him in the junk like the fucking Rucker Howard. He's like, fuck you. And Dude, kicks I, 
You just Go ahead. an idea. Finish your shit. Go, no, no, no. What? What? All right. Help so me. Do you remember that? You guys Save remember that me. movie with Samuel L. Jackson called Deep Blue? Where <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson had an uplifting speech? Like, you're like, he's the fucking hero. He's giving me the most uplifting speech of my life. He's going to get everybody through this. And then he gets fucking eaten? That's what should happen to Stallone. Stallone should be like saying like, "Well, I'm going to get all of you to safety because he's like an orderly or something like that." And he's like, he's a hero. He he's can't like be retired. an orderly. He's going to be an old guy. No, I feel like he's been working all his life to pay off his debts. Whatever. I don't fucking know. All right. But I feel like Stallone should have an uplifting speech, and then a chainsaw right through the asshole or something. Just like so, you know what I mean? Something that you weren't expecting, guys. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, sure, I'm fine with that. So what? Okay, so maybe Schwarzenegger's dying of a tumor, and he's like, "Oh, it's not the tumor. It's not the tumor. (laughs) But this time it is a tumor. Yeah, it's a tumor. Uh, No, (laughs) holy shit, Alex. This is getting out of control. Hey, Schwarzenegger, it's Alex. Alex made this one up. (laughs) (laughs) So we just gotta kill him off. Uh, So how do we kill him off? Maybe he's like the guy that organizes like the." shuffleboard or some shit or some fucking he's like the stuck <laughs> up like kind of like stuffy guy i think right. since we have all these stars in here i really want to see roseanne as like maybe the check-in nurse or whatever makes you sign and shit well a lot of the fans of these people are gonna get really pissed because we're just killing them off like this <laughs> all right so i'm gonna say roseanne's checking this guy in okay and he asked me you know did you bring any bags with you and maybe because they think he's checking into the place you know who who's checking in? the killer i'm sorry Okay. Well, so, like, so he's just checking in. So he's like disguised. Right. So he's an old guy. Right. Okay. Well, Rucker Howard is definitely sure, old. He's pretty old, old, yeah. But he, maybe he's visiting a family member or acting like he's visiting a friend. Right. Like right. he's acting that he's like he's signing in and shit. But when he brings his bag up, then he just opens it up and fucking chainsaw and pulls it out. And it's like she's a golf like, bag. And Roseanne's like, you can't bring that in. You know how she usually yeah, does. Right. Like, and he just shoves it through the glass and just right up. Oh, right Between there. the head. Just ah, <laughs> nice. All right. Okay, okay. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, we have to take uh, Dolph out now. So I'm thinking... <laughs> yeah, want to take know, Dolph if, out, if, if, huh? if it's gonna, yeah, I think uh, if we're doing like lottery theme, maybe he's got like some big commemorative coin that, right. that, that's kind of like in his backstory that he uses just like shave people up, you know? Just sort of like, <laughs> like a big scratcher ticket or something. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, see? That's what the... Yeah, that's dope. I like that. <laughs> we got to put all those themes in. So, okay. So how does that, how, how do we do that? That's, I, I guess, maybe like opening, establishing shot kind of thing. Okay. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a little So does he just get bit. picked off right off the bat, you think, uh, yeah, after I Roseanne's? Mean, I feel like our budget's going way over right now. <laughs> oh, it totally is. <laughs> like, we got to kill him. And they'll never agree to this story, like but we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're going to get paid nothing. <laughs> <laughs> This movie's gonna bomb. Yeah, general. it totally is. And 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 if you've made it this far, you're probably drunk or high. So congratulations, you it's made terrible, it this far. Yo, listen, it's a, the, probably the worst version of the Expendables there ever was. Yeah. You just like completely ruined the concept. It's the of Dependables. Yes. Oh, damn, son, you win. There's lots of diapers in this movie. How did the Punisher not think of that one? No, it's the energy the Punisher gives off. He gives us all. Uh, he gives us the gift. Oh, package. is that what? It's like his yeah. aura? He, this man will grant you. Yeah, he'll, he'll loosen your bowels for sure. <laughs> this movie will loosen your bowels for sure. All right, so Rucker Howard, he's the guy that did Split Second, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I love Rucker Howard. I, I miss him I miss him in the yeah. uh, old 90s uh, or 80s even. 80s. But, <clears throat> but he did the Split Second in the 90s. Yep. It was like 92. Yeah. Something Never like got re released either. I'm in a bootleg. Uh, don't 
that was yeah. Thief. Saga saying that. Thief. Thief. Call the police. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so we just got to start picking these fuckers off. All yeah. right. So Rucker Howard's got a fucking big ass fucking fifty cal fucking automatic fucking power rifle or you know what i mean like a fucking gatling speed gun. it up yeah. yeah and he starts just picking off people um and someone i don't know like how does schwarzenegger die we gotta fucking kill him off like uh something silly right let's think about that for a maybe minute. maybe he tries to like run the whole place like he's the old guy that thinks he's in charge because he was the governor right but I you know got, what i mean yo but i got this though do you remember that movie with Schwarzenegger where he snapped the dude's neck on the plane and he's like, my friend, he's dead tired? We should get even for that poor actor that, <laughs> that died. That was Commando. That. Commando. Commando. Yeah. Oh, we should yeah. do a Commando. We should do an ode to Commando. And like, while Schwarzenegger's sleeping in his little fucking room, his little furnished room or whatever, uh, Rucker Howard should just walk up to him and be like, you, my friend, you're dead tired. And just like, Twist his head off. Oh. Bounces it like a fucking ball. Okay. Basketball, <laughs> motherfucker. Your friend is dead tired. Fuck right. you. Sounds good to me. I'm down. This, this story's out of control. I don't even remember where we are. Like, I don't even know what's going on. So, uh, so what is Rucker Howard? So, who do we have left? We have uh, Betty White. Yep. We have Betty White. I think that's it. She, 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 we she got Dolph Lundgren. We got all these other guys. Well, the other two are still alive. Fucking, um... Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they're so forgettable. So <laughs> they're not. I wonder if those guys will remember the lines. Uh, I, improv I think I think I think it'd be really funny to have Gary Busey just kind of like always like doing weird shit. Like you don't understand. Like he's taking a shit in a plant. Eating he's ice like, cream while yeah, he's shit. like, he's like eating somebody's socks. Maybe yeah. and he then, has like. And Nick's always like trying to keep him in order. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. what the fuck are you doing, Gary? He's like, I'm trying to eat socks. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I think Gary Busey should have like different kind of like ornate like dentures. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe like... he's got like vampire ones. <laughs> right. What the fuck? And he just hisses at people. Like he got the wrong dentures. All right, we got it. We got it. We got to wrap this up. So okay, so we got Nick and Gary. Um, <laughs> dude, the painting, the like the picture of that. I just think it's funny to like picture Gary Busey like fucking doing weird shit like that, right? Like he's probably like, I'll. He's like, dude, guys, I'll give you the money to make this. <laughs> He's like, I love socks. I, I just, I could totally relate. Well, I totally see him, like, having different pairs of dentures. Like, maybe one has harmonica piece into it, and the other one's, like, like you said, like, vampire teeth or something crazy. Okay, maybe, okay, Gary Busey's the winner of the ticket, right? Yeah. So maybe he somehow loses the ticket in this whole ordeal. Right, senile right? Or Like, Gary, or Nick's trying to steal it from him, right? right? Like, he's trying to steal it from him because he's crazy, he thinks he can get away with it, right? But Gary loses the ticket somehow, but it wasn't Nick. Somehow the main guy gets it. So then they both battle Rutger Hauer, you know, at the very end, and one of them dies. And it's got to be Gary winning because I could just imagine him just like shitting in a diaper and like walking off with the ticket in his hand, like leaving with a diaper, like just throwing his fist in the air with the ticket, like you're the best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have to be. It would have to be like that silhouetted style shot. You know, like, if you remember in Monster Squad, when they're with uh, uh, Frankenstein, and they're wa- the kids are walking together, and it's the sun, and it's the silhouette of the kids holding Frankenstein's hand. It would have to be like that. So, like, it's just 
it's like it, you know, it's it's Gary Busey with a heavy diaper, and you can see it lower. But it's so, so and he just looks back. Yeah, maybe a couple smile. little turds pop out. Yeah. Okay. So so okay. So so Nick is gonna die. Unfortunately, yes. the same guy is gonna leave a uh, die. This so. Is so how does how does this, so they, they're fighting this chainsaw wielding guy? Maybe they all get chainsaws by the end of the movie, like and they, it's just this huge three person chainsaw battle, like between Gary Busey, Nick Nolte, and fucking Rutger Hauer, and <laughs> and Nick almost has the upper hand to kill his buddy Gary, and then gets killed for it anyway because right. he has a moment of clarity. Where he doesn't want to fuck and over that's where his he fucking family. Yeah, like maybe they have that music, you know, like yeah. that lovey dovey music yeah. that that like happens, and then he gets speared in the chest. Right, this, you a know what I'm saying? Moment where yeah. he has the clarity, and it's just it saws up through his head or something like that, and off is to his side. You see his heart, and he's just gurgling blood out. And Gary's like, Gary's like eating the sock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always loved you. you you're my friend. <laughs> Oh, this is ridiculous. What? He's like the droids in Star Wars. He's just the background noise. (laughs) Like they were all fighting, and then he's just like eating some like chips or something. Like, and then they they all had this weird, awkward moment. It would be really great if like the the camera focuses on the sock eating and doesn't give a shit about the. I I really feel like like you hear all like the carnage in the background. Like, "Ah!" but we're just focused. The camera's just focused on the sock eating. I think it'd be really great if like Gary Busey just kills him really easily at the end. So like he's running up to kill Gary, the Rucker Hauer guy, and he's up. about to kill him. And Gary just like does something accidentally or does it on right. like real so simple and just like kills him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, there's the ticket. Oh, right. <laughs> and then he picks the it up, scene. holds it up. Theme cue the fucking Karate Kid music. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Esposito, you're the best around. Yeah, like, yeah. or it could be walk along the razor's edge or right. something like that. I mean, I or don't Katrina care. Katrina the walking on sunshine. I mean, whatever. Incorporate <laughs> probably. Maybe he gets like jammed, you know, like that. right. So gets jammed in his, his titanium. Denture and then we could do a spinoff movie called oh, The Denture Adventure. Oh, maybe he trips over. Maybe, oh. maybe Rucker Howard yeah, trips yeah. over his fucking dentures, like one of his wings. guys. You didn't hear what I said. Would you drunk. say? There could be a spinoff called The Denture Adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm just saying, Jordan You've gone up... Don Wild. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan brought up dentures. So I feel like The Denture Adventure. No, okay, so, but for the sake of time, because you literally got minutes here, guys. Okay, come um, down. We'll just say that he trips over, like, the dentures, like Jordan was kind of mentioning. Uh, he, so Rucker Howard slips on it. The chainsaw goes right into his chest. And then it's like sawing into him until it stops. Like I think it should like go for a long period of time. <laughs> and Gary Busey's like looking around the room for the ticket, you know. Like, and then he's like, "Oh, oh, there it is." And then he just picks it up and goes out the front door to go like cash in. It's at night, but whatever. Right. He's Gary, so he eats socks and shit. Yeah. And then he just like holds up the ticket, and it's just the music kicks in. What do you think? <laughs> I love it. I love it. That would be a wrap too. <laughs> It's just the exiting song. Right? What would you pick? Would you pick Joe Esposito? Dude, You're fucking the Gary around? Busey wins, man. Like yeah. you gotta give it. Finally, to him. Gary, you get your due. You I mean, the I'm motherfucker saying? drinks gasoline, eats socks, toilet yeah. paper, shits and plants. So come on, yeah. let's give it to him. I think it makes. sense. You know, he's gonna spend the money wisely. So he's gonna buy more socks. <laughs> <laughs> gonna he's gonna open up a school for eating socks. <laughs> All right, so okay, so we got to come up with a tagline. 
A movie so good, you'll eat your socks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, that's funny, but that it's got to be. I think we should do something with the Dependables thing. Yeah. Because it makes sense. A movie so good, you'll hug your huggies. <laughs> got talking to A movie so good, you can depend on it. <laughs> oh, see, I like that. See, the Punisher gives us the energy to do these things. Wait, wait a second. Let me think about that for a second. What if it's like something like Pause. it's got to be something about the lottery though, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to mention something because something about ta- chance. The tagline's got to have something about the lottery. Yeah. So, a movie so good. What's what rhymes with lottery? Lottery. Uh, nothing. Lottery. Artery. <laughs> Artery. Artery. Clottery. Clottery. I have no idea. Whiskey. Chartery. Chartery. Oh. <laughs> There's chartery in this movie. <laughs> well, there's old people. Every time they fart, I mean, it's it's like playing roulette, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It really depends on who wins the lottery. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. I can't think of anything. What do you think? Come on. we got to come up with something. Uh. Uh. That's not. That's, <laughs> uh. That's uh. Dot, dot, dot. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote. We uh, have no fucking words for this movie. It's, so it's a movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a movie. The uh, true lottery winner is a sock eater. No, because that will like a movie so good you'll eat your socks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bingo, your numbers up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Incorporating what old people do. Bingo, All right, fuck it. Your numbers Let's just up. do lottery. it. Let's just do it. Bingo, your number is up. Bingo, your lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, I like that, though. I think bingo numbers up fine with up. me. Yeah. I mean, this story's not exactly, like, going to happen. So right. Like yeah, it, right. That really awesome uh, voice actor guy that does I'm all I'm going to the... put all their pictures in, a in, nursing the, in, the, yeah. in the cover. It's too bad we can't change the name to The Dependables. A.K.A. I could use the cover. Thailand, it's The Dependables. You, mean, you know how they do that from region to region? Like, Dead Alive was changed. You know what I mean? Like, right. like a brain dead. Or, right, no. yeah. They confuse the shit out of us. We have to do the Dependables in Europe or something like that. All right, guys. Well, that is it for Grave Plots. I want to thank Mike and Jordan for coming on. That was a lot of fun. I don't even know if it's going to make a lot of sense to you guys, but we are going to continue on after this with the flesh and potatoes about the movies about brains after this. So hang tight, but thank you guys for coming on, so man. Welcome, thank you, man. Alex. Happy birthday. Dude, yeah, Happy thank birthday, you, man. motherfucker! That was a great... It's like, this is probably the bigger celebration I'll probably have for it, so <laughs> I appreciate it, so thank you, guys. We appreciate the things and the whiskey and the fun. And then, by the way, guys, Mike has done a movie um, that's going to be uh, reshot soon. Yes. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us about that real quick? Well, it's a movie not about pampers or old people. Uh, it's a movie called... Oh, put it in my mouth. <laughs> it's a movie called The Devil's Tree. Uh, we started production about two years ago. We are one of those pretty cool like uh, miracle stories where we raised money on Kickstarter, of all of the platforms to do it on. We actually made the money to make the movie. Um, it's a bunch of local Philly, New Jersey guys that just love horror movies. And uh, I star as this thing called The Pet. Uh... It's one of those everybody dies. I thought you movies. said you weren't supposed to say that. Uh, fuck you, Alex. I Were you? Say that. Yeah, I could say that. Oh, okay. My I don't bad. say anything else about this thing Dude, called the pet. And by the way, guys, there's a scene that they showed in the clip for the Kickstarter where this guy's head just gets smashed. It was fucking awesome. So if you could look it up, I'll try to find the link and put it in the information. Below. All you got to do is actually literally Google the devil's tree. And if you want, you can put a plus in Mike Saga. 
you'll we have a bloody disgusting review if if any buddy of you out there actually knows about bloodydisgusting.com of course yeah i'm <laughs> just being a smart ass <laughs> right now no we got we got a little mini uh, uh review on there and we got a few still shots from some of the production i think uh, i read that i remember yeah that. uh you get to see me briefly but the lighting's dark on purpose so you don't really get who was the I director, am. by the way? His name is Joshua Petrino. He's also his the name director. was Joshua Petrino. Yes, his, his name, name was Joshua Petrino. <laughs> his name is Joshua. <laughs> All right, shave your head, you space monkey. All right. <laughs> so he is the writer, director, uh, also director of photography as well. So he likes DP. Oh. He's into DP. <laughs> you know, everybody likes a little Josh. I love you. I'm just being a smart ass right now, Josh. I don't know you, but I have a feeling I'd probably uh, get along with you. So it's 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 kind of like a Halloween movie without giving too much away. Um, it takes all right. Place don't go a, too far, man. All right, I'm going to get far. into trouble. All right, no, 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 Michael. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's kind of like a Halloween movie. There is a real Devil's Tree in New Jersey. I heard so, about that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you actually look up the Devil's Tree. This is a real fucking thing. Whether you're into no, like like uh, like witchcraft and voodoo and all the crazy shit and the occult, this actually has a real tie to this. Okay. So the premise that Josh wrote for this movie has it, it's it'll freak you the fuck out. Um, but yeah, we're gonna finish production hopefully this year, and uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, there'll be a review on it by some friends of mine. Yeah, or I'd love to see it, man. <laughs> or we might become enemies when they review it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll definitely know. try to be as honest as we possibly can. Look, and we'll tell you how horrible you are. Thank you. Right. I, or, or good, I guess. Whatever. We know we're fucking horrible. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, yeah, it should be fun. And uh, thank you for allowing me to talk about it. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm excited man. to hear about it. I've been waiting on it for two years. I know. I know. But the problem is Josh is the one of the busiest guys i know and right. he's an effects guy he's always working on different projects and the, the coolest thing i can say about this guy without even like him being my friend and trying to promote him big the penis thing i know he has a really big penis <laughs> I stroke it. no sorry he you want to talk about a guy that like uh, actually like really really wants to help uh promote the uh underground horror movie scene right this guy really pushes stuff he's always reposting if somebody has a kickstarter or something like that that guy is actually always like helping to promote those things. Right. No, no, uh, so cool. that guy's got a heart of gold right there, a bloody heart of gold. Dude, you know what it is? It's just that he understands creation. Yeah. And he wants to support things like that. And that's how I am right now because like that Kickstarter I was talking about. Right. It's like I just want to see other people succeed so I can vicariously live through that in right. some way. Because if I don't support that, then I really shouldn't ask for anybody to support what I do. Right. Makes so, sense. But anyway, yeah. Yeah, man. No, so that, that's why I'm glad he's my friend. And he, he, he's fighting the good fight. And he's making sure that, like, even though we don't get a lot of time to work on our stuff, he's still trying to help somebody else get, you know, get that's there. That's cool. Yeah, man. So I, I, I He think just loves that, his craft, man. Yeah, that's man. What it is. I, I think that's genuine, dude. We yeah, need that's more awesome. people to scratch each other's balls like that anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never had a friend scratch my balls, but I don't. Uh, it's put played it, out saying bad It's not right? off the table. It's right. not off the table. Yeah, I'll, you know, we'll see. Off the table. Maybe I'll be eating socks at one point. And then, <laughs> Probably. And you'll be scratching my balls. This movie's going to happen, goddammit. <laughs> We're going to make a fucking You're, go fund me for this. You're my Nick Nolte. God damn it. <laughs> Wow. Uh, no, Jordan, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank it's you. fucking fun, dude. I well, wish I you guys blast. could come here like all the time. So yeah, it's lonely in the studio. He tries yeah. to touch me, guys. When you guys are in here, he tries to touch <laughs> pervert. Naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright guys, well that's it for Grave Plots. Thanks everybody for coming on. We're gonna go ahead and kick it in to the Flesh and Potatoes segment right now. And we're gonna do that in just five seconds. We're back to do the flesh and potatoes segment of our Alex's B-Day Brain Bash, which is movies surrounding brains. But before we get into that, I want to make a small amendment to the grave plots. You have to forgive us. We were rather drunk, so we forgot one key character. And you know who that is, Patrick? Oh, yeah, Miss Betty White. Yes. How did we forget her? So there was two scenarios that came up in our head when we were out taking a smoke break and saying goodbye to Mike and Jordan. And that was, what if Betty White was just asleep during the whole... Right, like she had narcolepsy. (laughs) And she just fell asleep during the whole fucking thing. Or, as he, as Gary Busey holds up the ticket with the, the cool 80s music at the end, Betty White stabs him in the neck or shoots him in the head and takes the ticket... (laughs) <laughs> and that's like the end scene. Right. <laughs> like you know, maybe it would be like the after credits type thing. Right. Like, well, wait, what happened to Betty White? Right? You know right. what I mean? So Well, I had a cool thought. Maybe like we were saying she had narcolepsy. So maybe when she sees the front girl that, you know, asks you to sign in get killed, maybe right. she's like railing up to kill her and then she falls asleep and everybody just forgets about her. Yeah. And then she wakes up, she still has her weapon in hand. It's like a moment where she just passes out and falls on the floor. Right. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I still think you could still do both. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so that we just wanted to add that little tidbit in there if you haven't heard it. So well you didn't hear it, so we wanted to add it in there. All right, guys, so the movies that we decided that we were going to uh, go through here, well, we I picked three movies. They just so happened to be brain movies, so we decided to build a theme around it, and that's why we call it Alex's B-Day Brain Bash. So it was just odd that I ended up picking those movies because there's some movies that I've wanted to talk about, and, and Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive, is probably one of my all-time favorites. But the first movie that we're going to talk about is... The Brain. The Brain from 1988. This was a movie that kind of flew under the radar. There was a couple of actors in it. Nothing too crazy. Very unknown actors. Um, Typically, when you direct a film and you're in another country, for that matter, you have to grab on to the actors in that country as part of the deal. So... We picked uh, The Brain, and that was shot in Toronto, and the characters... Actually, first of all, let me tell you that it was directed by Ed Hunt. Edward Hunt actually did Starship Invasions, UFOs Are Real, in 1979. Uh, He also did Bloody Birthday, um, which I haven't seen in forever. But it might have been a good choice to pick for the birthday thing, but, you know. Uh, He also did Alien Warrior, from 1986. And the most recent movie that he did was in 2014 called Halloween Hell, which I have never even heard of. Yeah, never. But The Brain is one of those kind of odd, weird, hidden gems that stood out amongst the pile of slashers that were around at the time in the 80s. It stars Tom Bresnahan, who was the main star of this movie and we've talked about him before because i think he was in another movie that uh we watched 
He was in Mirror Mirror, Ski School. Nothing crazy, but he's a Canadian actor. Also, there was one that you wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the person I want to talk about was Cynthia Preston. Yes. And uh only reason I want to talk about this is because I've been so obsessed with Zelda lately. And she actually did the voice for Zelda in a couple different series. I think it was uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. The actual uh, Zelda TV show, which was The Legend of Zelda. And there was one more, which I can't remember. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. She was also in the, the 2013 Carrie movie. Yeah. One of the last horror movies she did was the Carrie movie. And uh, a few other ones that I've not really heard of. But she was like the hot, attractive, you know, blonde short hair 80s girl that's like topless in the movie uh but she's actually she like has some acting chops oh yeah so it's not like she's just some dumb blonde naked chick you know what i mean but uh also none other than david gale uh but yeah david gale plays dr anthony blake blakely supposedly oh yeah but it From- sounded like blake throughout the whole fucking thing that's the guy from reanimator right right yeah he was in uh reanimator um, Bride of Reanimator. He's pretty much uh, known for the Reanimator, I would say. But he was in The Giver as well. One of the last movies that he did for sort of like a horror genre. I would genre. like to see a remake of The Giver. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think it would be too far off. The second one was so cheese dick. Right. But the first one was so cool, man. Like, it was just, it was teetering on too cheesy. Yeah. But it was just enough it that was, it made it cool. Yeah, it was just skirting the line. But. Right, yeah. But the second one is like what Power Rangers was Pretty made much. off of. Yeah. So. It's the same guy, actually. Right. George Buzza, he plays like an orderly named Verna. And you may recognize him in this movie as a big big dude that's obviously running way too much in this movie. <laughs> way too much. <laughs> yeah. He's been in quite a, a lot of movies, actually. But he, for because of this movie, is... I, I always find him in other movies, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's him from The Brain. You know, like, I'm the guy that's like, The Brain, oh, my God, oh, my God. What do you think of this movie, though? Honestly, because I know that you weren't, you didn't seem too enthralled with the material. When I first started watching, I thought it was in for a hell of a ride. Right. I thought it was going to be trippy as fuck. And the opening scene is brilliant. Right, it's trippy. It's really trippy. It's really fucking trippy. It has notes of uh, Videodrome, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Because yeah. it deals with brainwashing. Right. But I just I didn't like that they didn't take that direction all the way. Okay. As much as they could have. Okay. So what would you have rather it se- you seen with it? Like, what is it that you wanted it to go? Like, do you have an idea? Well, well, pretty much all the hallucinations that girl was having at the very beginning, all the monsters coming out of the wall and the room shrinking and all that. Like, I wanted more of that. Right. More of just a breakup from reality. You know what I mean? Like... Before we get into that, I forgot to tell you guys what the story is. Oops. (laughs) Burp. We're a little drunk, so... And it's my fucking birthday, so back the fuck off. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But Dr. Blake runs a TV show called Independent Thinkers, which is sort of a Scientology-like self-help religion program, but he's not making his audience think any more independently. With the help of an alien organism, he calls the brain... He's using brainwashing and mind control. The only thing that stands between them and world domination is a brilliant but troubled high school student with a penchant for pranks. What's his name? Majaleski? Yeah. You wanted to see more crazy fucking mind fuck shit. I really did. Because that, like I said, that opening scene, this was perfect. 
Like, I, I thought the whole movie was going to be like that. You know, it, it's like part of me is like, okay, I, I totally agree with you. But in the same regard, because of the story and like how they describe it, he was one of the only people that was smart enough to break away from the brain. Right. Because but- essentially, guys, in this story, what happens is Dr. Blake... He basically is using this alien brain that grows to the size big-ass minivan or whatever. But this brain is, like, using its brainwaves to control people. And the people who reject that signal have really bad hallucinations. And Jim Majaleski, who's the main character in this in the movie, has a huge IQ. He's got great grades, but he's just always a troublemaker. And for whatever reason, he's the only one that can, like, get through the signal. Right. But So the, if everybody was smart, then they would be able to break free from it. You know what I mean? But it wasn't everybody. That that may be true, but there was a scene where it's, it still affected him. And he was still seeing shit that wasn't there. Right. And they Well, still, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. It's because anybody that rejects the signal of the brain has hallucinations. Everybody else doesn't have hallucinations. Right. They're just brainwashing controlled. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the scene with the car. That was a perfect example where they could have did something. There should have just more scenes like that. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. It was very cool. Yeah, I mean, the movie was made on a probably less than $700,000 budget. Right. They gave the special effects department for the practical effects $50,000 back then in 87 to do this. And so it makes you kind of go, well, I mean, that may have been a large chunk of money, but really in the bigger spectrum of money, it's not a lot to work with. The guy that worked on it was Mark Williams, who's a special effects guy on that. He'd done a lot of other movies. He worked with this guy named Kevin Danzi. I read a whole entire article. I'll try to I'll try to send you guys the link to it, but it's pretty interesting how he talks about how the movie was made. Uh, it's this other guy who was like the assistant technician to the, the, the Mark Williams guy who's passed away in like 97. Yeah, like most of the people on the set didn't even get paid. Jeez. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a little fucked. It's one of those things to me that like the movie, I'm just surprised that it got made. I think part of the reason that they made the movie is that Mark Williams had worked on some pretty high profile like Aliens uh, a couple other really, gra- you know, like special effects, like movies. Right. So they were like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll green light this, but not for a lot. Like he's gonna have to make magic. Right. I don't know. I just thought it was not a very typical horror movie, and for something as silly and schlocky as a fucking gigantic brain that eats people. <laughs> I mean. And then uses its mind powers to, like, fuck with people. I think it did a really good job. And I think it's a really underrated gem that you should watch. It's not an amazing movie, but it's just one of those movies that, to me, stick out in the 80s pile. Right. No, And it does. But I'm just saying, the only problem I had is that I had too much expectations going in. After that first Well, you know, you never you don't need to have so many fucking expectations, Patrick. Hey, well, guess what? (laughs) I fucking did. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I really like it. I don't know what it is. I've had two VHS copies, and I found some company online that does actual DVD of it. It seems all legit, like the case, the disc, everything seemed legit. But when I pop it in, it looks like the cheapest fucking DVD menu I've ever seen. Ugh. 
It's got the like really thick border like borders, around yeah. the picture. It's like a video, like a small video is playing in the background and it just loops and it's like the same part. And then underneath it, it says play, but it's just really shitty. But this movie deserves at least a DVD, I think. I don't think we'll ever see a Blu-ray of this. No. So this is this might be one of those movies that just gets buried. And I'd heard that Lionsgate actually owns the rights to it. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, if we see a Vestron series, I hope they pick the brain. Yeah, that'd be good. I would fucking buy that in a heartbeat on Blu-ray. Yeah, if you guys want to watch this movie, go ahead and head over to YouTube. They have a great copy of Yeah, we'll put the link down below. I mean, it, it's online. It's pretty much preservation at this point, in my opinion. Right. Like, it's pretty... I'm sure you could probably find a VHS copy. I mean, any way you could watch it, check it out. It's a hidden gem, in my opinion. And, and a few you, horror fans know about it, but I really... It just gives me notes of Videodrome. Like, there's parts in it that remind me of Videodrome and a couple of other movies that I really like. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things. What about you, though, as far as, like, favorite scenes? Favorite scenes? Uh, I fucking... I mean, it has nothing to do with gore or anything, but when he's heading back from PRC, he starts having hallucinations again. And he loses control of his car, and it flips over and gets in this big accident, and he's, and he's running away from the well, car. Well, why does he get in the accident? He lost control of the steering. His car started speeding up faster. Right. And all of a sudden, he's trying to, you know, fuck with the wheel, and it breaks right off. And for some reason, he's fucking with the gear shifter. Like, that's going to do something. <laughs> things. <laughs> things. He's, like, I freaking out. <laughs> things. Happy, scared. What do I do? I would probably be doing the same fucking thing. Right. And then, like, a tongue comes out of the middle of the steering column and starts, like... A tentacle-type thing. Right. Like. Well, it looked like a mouth. I, I can't remember the, exactly that. But I remember, I remember the tentacle came out. Right, it came out, whipping around, and he lost control. He flipped the car, and he's he's, he's getting out of the car, and he's he's trying to get away from it, and it blows up. And not only does it blow up, it blows up again. And you think that's over? No, there's another explosion. <laughs> it's just yeah. funny. There, Three it, times. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous on that part. Uh, one of my other, one of my favorite scenes, and you kind of briefly mentioned it when we were talking about it, but it was the opening part of the movie. Yeah. There was a girl that's been going to this independent thinking with Dr. Blake. She's upstairs. She's having like, she's just depressed. You can just tell. Her mom's downstairs on the fucking recliner watching Dr. Blake's independent thinkers. <laughs> and she's like, hi, honey, are you going to come down? And Dr. Blake's on the TV. You want to see him? And she's like, I see him enough. And then she shuts her door and goes in the room. And she's like putting on makeup or something like that. And all of a sudden, like, you see her little like face powder shit start, start to breathing like and shit. yeah like airs like pushing the the stuff up and she's like what is this that comes up and then all of a sudden she sees like her teddy bear is bleeding from the eyes and she starts to panic and try to get out of her room but she can't open the door so she's like yanking on the door and there's a TV right next to the door and some hand comes busting out of the TV. It's like the it's like a three finger claw. Right. Like I don't know how to explain it. It's just like three fingers on a fucking weird scaly arm. And it just comes out, tries to grab her, and then something punches a hole through the door and tries to grab her, and then the room starts shrinking. And then you see in the mirror, which is the it's a fucking cool idea. Right. They pretty much what they did is they just put a sheet of, of um like plastic to make it look like a mirror and it's just this brain smashing against the fucking glass 
and it's pounding its head against the glass and it finally breaks in as the room's shrinking on her, grabs her by the neck and throws her out the window. And it's just like, geez, oh no, wait, I'm, what am I talking about? Yeah, you forgot about one of the main parts. Yeah, she's like, her mom comes up because she hears her freaking out, like right before the head starting smashing on the mirror, or the brain, I should say. And the brain grabs her mom with its tentacle or whatever the fuck it is by the throat. And she starts panicking and trying to kill the fucking tentacle to get her to drop her mom. And she's stabbing it with a pair of scissors. And then she's like freaking out. Like you think she's getting ahead and it's like oozing all this yellowish orange shit out of it. And then it all of a sudden the camera pans back and the mom falls down with a pair of scissors in her chest. It's like apparent that there was no tentacle to begin with. She was just stabbing her mom. Right. And then the brain starts smacking into the mirror, grabs her by the neck, throws her out the window it's just fucking, I don't know, that, like, that whole scene is really fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was very uh, reminiscent of uh, maybe Nightmare on Elm Street. Something like that. Yeah, and that girl seems really familiar, too, but I couldn't, oh, yeah. I couldn't really look her up. I don't think she has even a picture online. So it was I don't even think hard. she's part of the build cast. No, probably not. Her name was Becky. But all in all, yeah, I think my other favorite scene um, has to be when they're gaping again and he has his girlfriend this time. And somehow, I won't tell you how, but they're leaving the same place, the, this facility, and the one of the orderlies chasing him down. The big guy is always running everywhere. <laughs> yeah. This guy had a workout, man. He was, like, not eating cake that week. Oh, we know it was a cop that was chasing him. Like, so the, well, they both were chasing him. Right. The orderly guy and the cop. Right. Like, Well, Majaleski's trying to speed away, passes the cop as the fucking crazy orderly's chasing after him. Right. Yeah. So they finally, the cop pulls him over and starts putting him in handcuffs. He's like, orderly pulls up. He's like, I got him, I got him. And he goes over his car and starts talking to him. And all of a sudden, he just fucking hits him square in the chest with an axe. And then takes his head off afterwards with the same yeah. fucking thing. I think he hits him in the back and then, like, okay. lops his head off. Yeah. And it was it was great. It yeah, was that so was abrupt. a silly scene. It was a silly, really silly scene. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's some other, like, you get to see, like, a lot of people that are brainwashed in this movie that are doing the bidding of the brain. Right. Because this brain really just sits in this facility at the PRC Center, like what's called the Psychic Research Center or Psychological Research Center or something like that. Right. Or is it Institute IRC, maybe? Something like that. I can't remember. But it wasn't called Independent Thinking. The Independent Thinking was the TV show. Right. And he would broadcast out of that same facility. Right. I don't know. I really think you guys should check this out. I mean, he'll probably be rated at like a six. I'll give it a 6.5. Yeah. I will probably say that this is like a 7.5 in my opinion for just straight 80s fun. It doesn't compare a 7.5 to something like a newer movie. It's just purely based on the 80s movies. Like, right. I, I can't compare it to something else because it's so different. Like, it is cheesy. It's not, like, I don't even want to give it a number. I just personally really like you this You should just film. chalk it up. If you like 80s cheese, this is for you. Right. Well, we got the link below. Check it out. Come back. Let us know what you think, honestly. Don't mind if you hate it. We'll fucking adore you if you love it. <laughs> uh, so another movie that I picked out that I wanted to talk about that we haven't had a chance to do. We did mention it, I think, in our Mindfuck episode number seven or some shit. Uh, but we were talking about brain dead, two words, brain space dead, not brain dead like 
Peter Jackson's brain dead. Yeah, not dead alive. No, no. This one's from 1990, and uh, it stars Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. The duo. Yeah, dude. It's like kind of like a really weird movie for them to both be in. Right. It's kind of before their... I mean, their career had been around. They'd done stuff, especially Bill Paxton. Bill Pullman did as well. Uh, this movie was directed by Adam Simon, who, if you are unfamiliar with him, he was the writer for the movie Bones with uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay. He also did uh, Salem. He did The Haunting in Connecticut. He, these are all movies that he wrote. Uh, he's only directed nine movies and only written nine movies. Uh, but Brain Dead was one of the first movies that he directed. He also went on to do Carnosaur, The American Nightmare, and a few movies that are shorts. Um, he shot like a documentary for John Landis on American Werewolf. And he's working on a new movie called Vanity at some point. But just to give you guys a little bit of a background on that. Now, the movie stars, like I said, Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton. Need I say who they are? Right. Uh, probably Bill Pullman's biggest movie was probably Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Of all time, because he plays the president of the United States. And he does a really good job. And he, Yeah, he really did. That's why it was such a shame for me. And I know that the Buzzkill guys are probably going to hate me. At least one of them. I can't remember who it is. But they loved the second one, Resurgence. I hated it. I th- I, yeah, I wouldn't even give it the chance. I haven't gave it a chance yet. Oh, well, you need to at least watch it. Like, you can't have an opinion if you haven't seen it. I don't have an opinion. Well. that's what, I don't even care to have an opinion on it. Well, <laughs> you should. You should have an opinion. Like, you can't do that. Uh, Bill Paxton, the late, great Bill Paxton, who just passed away here recently, who we've done a lot of shots for. Talking about that yourself, yeah. Bill. <laughs> Cheers. Clankety clank. I felt like he died too early. Mm-hmm. Um, he also got people like Bud Court, who's not a really big actor, but he's been in a lot of crazy stuff. Like he was in Dogma, he was in Life Aquatic. Uh, he was he did a lot of different things. He's even directed movies. Uh, he did a movie called Ted and Venus, which is probably a very independent film. Uh, but he's been in a lot of acting roles. He was a doctor. I think he was the the guy in number 23 with Jim Carrey. Okay. He was the guy that wrote the number 23. Oh, yeah? The whole, like, uh, top secrets, top secrets. Right. Uh, he was top secrets. Okay. In the that. movie, yeah. So I, I just remember that. I Every time every time I see a movie with a man and I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Brain Dead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Bud Court, you got Nicholas Pryor, who plays, like, three different roles in this movie. Uh, he's been in Risky Business. He was in The Hunger Games. He's uh, mostly just an actor, pretty much. Um, he was in the show Constantine. But he's been in a bunch of stuff. If you saw him, you'd probably be like, yeah, that guy looks familiar. I just can't remember what he's from. Another person that we that was in the movie is none other than George Kennedy, who was in another movie we did on our cat episode, Killer Cat Party. I think it was. It was yeah. Killer Cat Party. <laughs> it's, we've done so many now. It's like hard to keep track. But we did one, and uh, it was called Uninvited. It was about a killer cat on a boat. But yeah, George Kennedy's actually really funny in this, in a way, like in a uncomfortable way. Bill Pullman's character makes him feel really funny or like uh, awkward in it. But right. 
I liked him in this, though. I thought he did a really good job. But to give you guys kind of an idea and a breakdown of this 1990 film, in a showdown of man versus machine, Martin plunges into a chaotic nightmare trying to save his mind from the corporation known as Eunice. What did you think of this movie? It was intriguing. Intriguing? It was intriguing. That sounds like a shit term. Why don't you go ahead and express us a little... Uh, oh, I found it very intriguing. Mm. <laughs> yes. yes. Would mm. you like some tea? Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Thank you, dear boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I found this movie uh, titillizing. Tantalizing. Yeah, it's a it's a deep it's a deep thinker. It kinda. is, and I, I like that. It's aspect not a very of it. abrupt movie, right? It kind of felt like in the mouth of madness a little bit. I won't say it's complete copy, but it has elements of it in there. Yeah, because it jumps all over the place, right? And you don't know what's real, you don't know what's fake, you just right. you're just going along for the ride. And I really like that. I like not knowing what's going to happen or to be able to guess and be like, oh, wait, no, this is what's happening. Let me right. tell you right now. But, um, yeah, it was fun. What did you like about it? Well, I mean, I just think it's it's a story about this guy who's a brain surgeon. He gets in an accident. Next thing you know, he doesn't know who he... Or, like, his whole world starts changing. Like, right. little subtle things start to change. And the thing I liked about this movie so much is that... Those subtleties are, you know, it's the the whole story is kind of, eh, it's like up in the air whether or not scientifically it could really ever happen. Technically, it's more of like a theorizing, well, if you could do this, what would it be like? You know, because we can't just like change people's personalities by sticking something in their brain. Right. Like he's a brain surgeon. Supposedly, he's trying to like cut out all your bad stuff out of your head and like kill paranoia in your brain. But... I just think that they do a really good job of bleeding reality, almost kind of like, in a way, Jacob's Ladder does. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Because the story jumps around. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's not real. Like, it starts to blend together so well, and it does it in such subtle ways. It just, it really just, I thought it was really genius in that sense. Like, I feel like it has a really good story, and the way that it was directed was done so well to be able to blend those elements to make you kind of go like, ugh. When I say subtlety, like, the subtle moments of this movie, guys, what I'm trying to say is, is like, what happens if you don't know, like, everything that you know or you think you know. You think you know. All of a sudden, is just like your head got shook up. And so what you think is your wife is actually your therapist. And what you think is your best friend is actually some guy you met at the fucking Kinko's. Or, you know, it just changes everything around. And some of these characters, a lot of them play different roles. Yeah. So they're not like even the same people. And it just starts to warp and change. And he starts to go crazy. He essentially is trying to work with this guy. His best friend works for this company called Eunice. They're like the conglomerate corporation. And did you notice their their symbol was the infinity symbol? Right. Which is important to this movie. Right. His room number is eight in the movie. They do that. They play on the, the infinity symbol like you're reliving life because it just jumps all over the place. But right. his best friend works for this corporation He's kind of a, a, a scientist who's a brain surgeon who does tests on brains that are pickled in a jar, essentially, and he's still trying to show that there's a personality and a life inside these brains, even though they are technically dead, and that the soul sort of stays in the brain. And then his job kind of gets taken away from him, 
and he has to find new work and his buddy needs him to help him with this situation about this guy that works on a high profile secret top secret project in the corporation and they ask his buddy rex who's the brain surgeon he asks him to go and work on this paranoid guy who has these numbers to this equation on this top secret project and they either want to find out what those numbers are or wipe his brain clean because this guy went out and murdered his wife and his kids and is now thinking he's somebody else so it's almost like they've got this loose cannon guy who has this important information that they don't want leaked out. And so they need the numbers or they just want to wipe it clean so that nobody can use it against them or something. Right. Why wouldn't they just kill him and just chalk it up to a loss? Right. I don't know. That's, I guess it would make a very interesting story. No. They're no. just like, yeah, this is Halsey. Bang. <laughs> He's dead. There we go. But Problem dude, solved. the guy who plays Bud Court who plays the guy Halsey, I think did an amazing job. Oh dude, yeah. Of his, playing crazy, man. Like his facial expressions and the way he just moved his body was just fucking hilarious. He was like, Can you buy me a pack of cigarettes? And the uh, Rex guy, the brain surgeon's like talking to him to try to get to know him a little bit so that he can do this operation on him. He's like, Can you buy me a pack of cigarettes? And he's like, Oh sure, here's a few bucks, you know? Gives him a few dollars, and he's like, no, I I need your wallet. And then he gets his wallet, and he takes Rex's wallet for some reason. He's like, trust me. And then when he's looking at the pack of cigarettes, <laughs> he's like, if you look on the pack of cigarettes, you can see a man, and it's Roosevelt. Rosenfeld was his real name. And he's pissing, and you see his wang. And then, if you see here, on the back of the camel cigarettes, there's a man mounting an eagle. <laughs> Just fucking crazy, man. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Whatever this guy did was genius, and I really have a feeling, because these two characters, Rex and Halsey, sort of cross over one another, I don't want to spoil it, but their personalities sort of switch in a way. I believe that Bill Pullman had to base his acting off of Halsey after the actor Bud Court. Right. Because his acting was so good. It really was. It was Do you know point. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like Bill Pullman had to pretend to be like that character that Bud Court was portraying. And he did an okay job. It wasn't perfect, but you could definitely see that there was, it seemed like Bud Court outacted him as, as far as a character actor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, I don't know. Do you have a favorite scene or anything from this movie? Oh, yes, I do. Without um, spoiling too much, at least. Well, there is a, a point in the movie where they're all at dinner. He goes to dinner with his wife. Okay. And he's having a, a meeting with uh, Bill Paxton's character and uh, what's the other guy's uh, name? Oh, yeah. Like, George Kennedy? Yeah. And he, they're talking it's Rex, his wife, the, the brain surgeon Rex and his wife and the Eunice CEO Yo. exec and his best friend who's kind of like the director or manager of the whole place right and they're all sitting down because rex does surgery on halsey successfully and kills his paranoia go ahead so yeah and bill paxton's talking about we can make we can make millions off this we can make you know centers change your personality he's like already got the you already got the sales team working or the marketing team working on name how about a attitude adjustment centers 
Yeah, and then he was like, oh, that's I don't like that. George Kennedy does. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I don't like that. That sounds horrible. And then what did he say? Something about like a new you? He's like, something that's user-friendly. And he's like, Jim, Bill Paxton, it's like, I got it. He's like, the new you from Eunice. And he's like, and then George Kennedy's all like, yeah, the new you from Eunice. <laughs> and they're all like getting excited and happy about this generic shitty name. Right. And excited. And Bill Pullman's character is freaking yeah, I out. I cannot remember what he says, but it was fucking hilarious. He, the whole bit with the knife. Oh. He was like, yeah, you know what we should do? Maybe we could have like a drive through quick spinal tap. Uh, you could come in for a quick gym jam on your spine or or how about maybe you could do like a drive-in fucking uh lobotomy, lobotomy. Yeah, yeah, it's it like he just and he puts his knife against his head he's like bang <laughs> and he like slides it down yeah he handle. slides his yeah he slides his hand over the the knife as it's pushing against george's head it was so funny <laughs> it's just so like awkward and weird and he the way he played off him from there he's like all right well um what did he say to him when he was leaving the table? Oh, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, don't you think you've had enough to drink? You know, he's like, what the hell's your problem, bonehead? And he's like, it's fine. Fire me. Whatever. I'll quit my job. Take my life. Take my wife. Because that's why we're here. <laughs> and then he just runs out the door. <laughs> uh, one of my other favorite parts is where um, Rex's character, Bill Pullman, plays Rex. He gets hit by a car. But right before that, there's a bum outside. And this is a guy who's been in a ton of fucking Pirates of the Caribbean films. His name is Lee Arenberg. He plays the guy named Sax, like as in a sack, a bag. Arenberg is like a bum with like this shitty ass wig on. Oh, it's super shitty. It's his whole fucking outfit is dirty He's got bags all over he him. He looks like a bad caveman. Yeah, and he's just like <laughs> talking to himself. He's like, as Rex is walking outside of this Eunice Center where the crazy people are, he's like, fuck, shit, fuck. And, and, and Rex is like, Bill Pullman's character is carrying a brain in a jar for some reason. It almost seemed out of place. Like, but I guess maybe he brought it to the Eunice Center to show them to kind of like talk about right. it. And then he walks out and the brain, he's holding the jar and the guy's like, fuck, shit. Shit, cock, fuck, shit, my brain. It's my fucking brain. Give me my brain. He's like, no, I think you've got me mistaken. He's like, no, give me my fucking brain. And then the whole jar with the brain and all the water goes thrown up in the air. And then Rex gets hit by a car. I just love that character. They even bring him back later on in the movie. I thought that was a really, I don't know. It just made me laugh. Right. There's a lot of stuff that we can't talk about because it would really kind of ruin the movie for yeah. you. Other than the fact that I love Bud Court's character, he's probably my favorite in the movie. He's just so good at crazy. Oh, he, he really He is. brings so much life to a crazy person like I've never seen in a movie. Just so different, so unique. I love him in it. I will say uh, Brad Pitt in 12 Monkeys. Mm-hmm. That's another one who could play crazy really well. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Bud Court, to me, did a really good job watch 12 monkeys again. i've seen 12 monkeys i think i even own it but I, I i don't know it's one of those movies that kind of just took a shit in my mouth like a little bit it was like not a full shit just like hey here's a delicious <laughs> meal why is there a turd in my sandwich you know what i mean like oh my god someone just wiped the bun with their ass you know what i mean 
or wipe their ass with the bun, whatever. I will agree. It didn't take you where you wanted to go. But. Right. And it was based off something else. But anyway, seeing Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton in one movie together, great. I think it's time to move on to our final film. And we have brought this up in other episodes, and I'm going to bring it up again. And at first, I want to preface this. Uh, there is a couple of different versions of this movie out there. It's Peter Jackson's Brain Dead. Or Dead Alive. Or Dead Alive, yeah. It's known as Brain Dead in other uh, countries or New Zealand and outside of America. It's known as Dead Alive here in the U.S. Um, there's two different versions of the film, though, and it's pretty much the same movie. They just trimmed it down for the U.S. on supposed uncut. Why are you going to call it uncut? Right. Because yeah, they it's put obviously out, cut. It's because they put an R-rated version out, too, for the U.S., the funny thing is, is that when this movie came out in New Zealand, uh, their ratings board out there almost gave it a, I think it was like a, what did they want to give it? I think it was like a 16. Oh, really? Instead of an 18. Because huh. they just thought it was so comical that it wouldn't even matter. I, I don't know if it's 13, 16, or 18. Or yeah, it's 13 or 16, one of the two. But yeah, Brain Dead, or Dead Alive. <laughs> Came out in 1992. Honestly, this is probably one of my all-time favorite movies. It's not necessarily horror, but it is... I don't know how to explain it, man. It is totally horror. I have... It is horror in the sense that there is zombies. It's horror in the sense that there is gore. So it's more of a comedy horror. Slapstick horror. Right. And this is a movie... The funny thing about this movie is, is that Peter Jackson had to save up money... Uh, to in order to make this movie because it cost I think it was like three million dollars or six yeah three million dollars is or this something. the movie he came off like he did bad taste and he went straight to well, he did bet no 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 he did meet the feebles to okay. make money for brain dead so in order to make brain dead okay and and for some reason if you guys have not heard of dead alive or brain aka brain dead all one word it's brain no space dead so brain dead. If you haven't heard of this movie, this is literally one of the most gory movies. Silly gory. Starts out kind of gory and goes to full-fledged ridiculousness right. by the end of the movie. It takes it to the limit. Yeah, it, it's like kind of gross out in the beginning. And then it's like, it just, it's so fun, man. Like really you could is. just tell that the people that worked on the special effects, the practical effects in this movie had so much fun. Normally, when you watch like a horror movie or something like that that has a few de like death scenes, you have like three or four, and you're lucky to get four. This has just like piles upon oh, yeah, piles of deaths and gore and creative kills and disgusting gross out moments, and just it's like they push it, and then there's such great editing to it. To give you guys kind of an idea, if you don't know who Peter Jackson is, honestly, I don't even know what to say to you. Right. Do you live on Earth? Yeah. <laughs> Peter Jackson has done many, many movies. Like we mentioned, Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles. He did Dead Alive, a.k.a. Brain Dead. He did um, that one where the girls went to the secret garden. What's that one where those guys go on a walk for a really long time that, that, that never ends? Like they're, they're walking somewhere and... They have to throw a ring in the fire. Oh, he did. Well, he did Heavenly Creatures. He did The Frighteners. He did Lord of the Rings. All of them. <laughs> That's the one I was trying to make fun of. Uh, you didn't catch I, on, I didn't catch. Well, he, <laughs> I, I believe he did another movie later on called The Long Story. Or he, No, that was David Lynch that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, he did all the Lord of the Rings, King Kong, the Lovely Bones. Real quick, though, you mentioned King Kong. Mm-hmm. There is a little nod to uh, Dead Alive and King Kong when they're on the ship. Yeah, the the one that he did. Right. The, the, one the that he did. Not the new King Kong not Skull, Skull Island, Island no. Yeah. The one that he did. Uh, yeah, I, I heard that they were on the crates. Yeah, you see the crate where the it fucking... It said Radicus Monkey is or something. Right, right. Right. To give you guys kind of a quick breakdown about what this movie is about, it's pretty simple. <laughs> a young man's mother is bitten by a Sumatran rat monkey. She gets sick and dies, at which time she comes back to life, killing and eating dogs, nurses, friends, neighbors, pretty much everything. And infects everybody. I think some of the darkest humor in, is in this movie that on paper, if you were to read it to somebody, would be like, I don't know if we should do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, that may be a little too far. I bet you he couldn't go that far today with funding. I. It's so weird to me because Peter Jackson is... That movie is probably my the epitome of my one of my favorite films and I feel like he's gone so far away from that. Right. And I understand, you know, we all morph and change and we want to do big budget things. Pretty much his goal in his direct directing career was to direct a movie that was over six or seven million dollars. And he did that with Frighteners. Like he blew it out of the water. Frighteners, uh, was that the one with Michael J? Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Yeah, that was actually really fun. I liked Frighteners. I thought it was a good movie, but I didn't ever think he was going to go into The Lord of the Rings. I was actually pretty very, pretty excited about it. I'm not saying that they're bad films by any means, but I feel like his genius got lost in those films. And it's like, we're never going to see the old Peter Jackson that we want to see. Yeah. And furthermore, why has it been so many fucking years that we need to get the most uncut version of this movie in America. We haven't seen it on DVD here in America. We haven't seen it on Blu-ray here in America. The only way that you can watch it in other countries, the Region 2 uh, DVD of Brain Dead, mm. And there's a Dr. Saperstein's fan edit that includes, it takes the 1080p Dead Alive that we got and puts combines the other footage with it right and cuts it into one whole movie and it turns out it's like a hour and 42 minutes or something like that but the american version is like an hour and 30 minutes so there's like 12 minutes of just footage 11 minutes and some change that are just cut out and and you know it's not exactly the type of footage that would make or break a film but if you're a fan of the movie it's a must-have. You gotta have it. You gotta right. see it. And there is some extra fun things that they do. You, There's like a scene where his mom and him have this dialogue, and you get to see just how much of a bitch she really is. And I think it's personally kind of a big part that they cut out. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like they did. There's just unnecessary parts that they had to cut out, but they had to do it for the ratings board here in America, I think. Honestly, dude, I don't think I could do a favorite scene from this movie. Well, there's too many. There's way too many. Well, I could name off, or I could rattle off. I could probably reenact almost every part of that movie. I believe it. <laughs> like, I I worship that movie, man. Like I would have to say probably one of my favorite scenes, which is not really a scene, but the intro to the movie, the whole credits. Like, I love the little modeled city with little trolley carts going around. It's like fucking, uh, hello, neighbor. 
Oh, yeah, he did, like, little models for that. Right. And, you know, for years, it kind of took me a little while to figure out that it was a model in a way, because the cars are so very right. similar. It looks like real cars are right next to it, but you can tell that the train's kind of bouncing like a train wouldn't, that weighs like a ton. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So It was just fun. Yeah, I think it's cool. But of all the scenes, you're going to bring that up? I just don't want to ruin any... If you, if, if anybody hasn't seen what it out there... What are you going to ruin? There's so much. Like, I know, You're not going to ruin it. All these little and You're gems. just going to entice them to go see it. I'd be shocked if 90% of the people that listen didn't know this movie. Yeah. You know what? For sure. I know that there's at least 10% that probably haven't seen it, and you're probably younger. And if that's you... Guys, put down whatever you're doing. Well, after the podcast, of course. <laughs> and then uh, watch the movie. But yeah, you can find a copy online that's a fan edit. They don't sell it. You can't sell it. I don't even know if it's legal that they can even give it out. But I had to have a copy of it because it mixes the two. So you get to see it in 1080p. Some of the, it's not color corrected or anything like that. But it's just nice to see it in its full entirety. Yeah. Guys, if you guys haven't already seen this, I'll post it here soon. But I do this thing called Free Dead Alive, hashtag Free Dead Alive. And the reason I did that is because instead of Free Brain Dead, I said Free Dead Alive because there was a show called Brain Dead here in America that was all about politics and shit. It was a comedy about ants getting into people's heads. So I didn't use that, but I, I did hashtag Free Dead Alive and I'll post a picture of it. If you're awesome, share that shit out of that. Because I want somehow, because Peter Jackson does no social media. No. None. He does not partake in it. If he does, he does it under some fucking fake name. Right. Or something. Or some hidden name that he just, I don't know. Like, I've never been able to find any social media to talk to him. And I feel like it just surprises me that he's not willing to uh, put it out. But the anniversary's coming up. Do you know if they ever put bad taste on a on DVD or Blu-ray? I don't think they did on Blu-ray. They may have in the out of, out of the United States, but I have it on DVD. Okay. It's it's a good movie, but it's not my favorite. Yeah. It's kind of one of those movies you're just like, yeah, I just want to watch this, you know? Yeah. It's silly. It's got some funny stuff in it, but it's no Dead Alive, no. a.k.a. Brain Dead. It, uh, you can see that it, that's what started it. So, and, go ahead. real quick, instead of doing like two scenes, let's just do one scene each, because... I don't feel like spoiling No, that fuck much. no. I'm going to fucking talk about this movie. <laughs> All right. And we're not spoiling anything, dude. Like, we can talk about death scenes. They're not going to know what the hell part that is. Right. There's so many death scenes, you can't even ruin it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Are you just not... Do you not remember, Patrick? No, no. There's plenty of scenes <laughs> I fucking love, dude. Like, he ends up getting, like, like, a collection of these zombies that he's trying to keep, like, from running a monk in town. And right. he kind of locks them all up in the cellar. And it's like a nurse, a, a priest, uh, some rockabilly zombies, some rockabilly zombie. Yeah. Anyways, they're sitting at the table, and the preacher guy kind of gets this look and starts looking at the nurse, like he's like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> and they just go at it. It's the first time I've ever seen zombie sex. Right. Well, they do that like at least three times in the movie. Yeah. One scene got cut out. Do you remember the part in the movie where Lionel's hanging from the ceiling? Yeah. And then, like, organs are trying to pull him back up Yeah, to the roof, you know what I mean? When he falls, he hits a zombie on the head, and its head explodes. And he's like, oh, as he's hanging. The fucking nurse and the fucking priest meet up in the middle and, like, start making out as he's getting pulled up. And uh, they the broom goes through them. 
<laughs> and then they fall on the ground, and you see him like humping, sort of, as the brooms like getting shoved back and forth. So it, it's totally like penetration, but with the broom. Right. I don't know how to explain it. And I would have to say, uh, the end scene, where his mother is completely morphed into this beast beast of a thing zombie beast right and he's trying to still convince his son to stay with her because he's in love with this girl and whatever but she's like what was that line mother knows best come to mother yeah <laughs> this is a big it's vagina silly. opens up in her chest it looks like like oh, how dude, many gallons buckets upon buckets we're talking like like thousands of gallons of fucking blood Probably the most blood any any movie has ever been done. It's just impossible because I'm like, oh yeah, that one scene with the lawnmower, amazing. Right. Fuck a chainsaw lawnmower. Well, fuck I, everybody up. I think one of the funniest, most unique things in the movie. I mean, there's so many, and one of his favorite scenes, Jack Peter Jackson's, is one of my favorite scenes too. Um, they actually, when they shot this film, first of all, let me explain this. When they shot the film, they shot it under budget by like. $50,000. No shit. Right. That never happens. Right. Ever. And especially when you you look at all that's in it. Right. You, he went under budget with that money, with that extra money, he put in the scene where the takes the kid to the park. Oh my god. Where the zombie they, baby, they had a, the, the two zombies have sex, the the nurse gets pregnant, the ba- she has a dead baby and he takes it to the park, which is so ridiculous. It really is. It's like why well, I think it's because he's just trying to hang on to reality in some regards. Right. But I think it's just Peter Jackson's humor. You know what I mean? What if he took it to the park? <laughs> you know, like, what if, like, it's just like us sitting around and he's just like, that'd be funny. Yeah, I think that'd be funny. Yeah, let's put him in the park. <laughs> but yeah, he takes him to the park. The kid gets loose out of the cage and is, like, running on the muck on the playground. And I remember, like, Lionel, the main character... He throws the the fucking swing into the baby's face. <laughs> and you see, like, these mothers are like, oh, my God, you know? And there's a drunk guy on the hill. And he's like, yeah! <laughs> he's just cheering it like that he hit the baby in the face. And I was just like, dude, he has the, the best humor. Like, he is so... He, I guarantee you that J- Peter Jackson is probably just a silly, funny guy. Oh, for sure. Another scene that I really like and that I think is really unique and that I was talking about originally but got in distracted into this is the nurse itself. His mother dies. They're on the front of the stairs. The nurse, McTevish, comes up and she's like, your mother's dead, Lionel. You know, and he's like, starts to pout and cry. And she hugs him. And then his mother, the zombie mom, comes up behind her. The mom sticks her hands into the nurse's face so that the fingers are poking through her cheeks and then pulls her head back till it snaps and the neck slices open and just hangs by the back skin of her neck. And it's like... (laughs) And it's spitting blood and like walking around with its head flapped back. I was blown away by that. Like, I thought that was the coolest fucking thing and they use it he uses it in the movie so many different ways he does he picks a there's like these three ducks on the wall and it kind of looks like a throwing star he grabs one of them off as the the nurse's head flaps back upright 
he throws this duck with its wing like a fucking ninja star into her head. The head goes back and starts fucking gurgling again. <laughs> and then is trying to turn around and walk around all stupid. Like, they use that so many times in the movie. It's fucking great, man. It really is. It's like special effects amazing. Like, I don't know how anybody can hate this movie. Or not love this movie, in my opinion. Especially if you're a fan of horror. I mean, If shit. you're a fan of horror, comedy, just silly, dark, fucked up humor. Like, there's some really fucked up shit in this movie. A really iconic scene from this movie is this, uh, there's a punk guy at this party that they end up throwing at the house. Oh, the, the rockabilly guy, the, yeah. The rockabilly guy, yeah. And he ends up getting disemboweled. And his organs become a whole other entity. Right. And it's it, almost like Return of the Living Dead, in a way. Right. Yeah. And, like, I don't think I've really seen it to that extent in another movie. You know what I mean? As far as they took it. Right. That's because no fucking producer in the right mind would do that. Right. But it, but Peter Jackson figured a way. Right. And it was just so good. And I'm not going to ruin anything about what it does. This is just to entice you to go watch this so you can see what happens. What ensues after that. Right. Uh, your favorite scene with the mom at the end? Yeah. 300 liters of blood. Just for that last scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, dude. That's you, you know, there's a lot less than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But 300 liters is no that's joke. Yeah, it's, that's quite a bit. That's just for the end scene, by the right. way. The lawnmower scene is probably one of the more iconic ways yeah. to kill zombies. You got Evil Dead with the, with the fucking chainsaw. chainsaw. You got Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the chainsaw. I think this trumps that. There's a scene, guys, where they pick up a lawnmower, like a push mower. He picks it up, straps it on his on his back with a rope, and then starts chopping up zombies, uh, like a hundred zombies. Right. He's pretty much using it. He's holding it in front of him like a shield. Also has the dog part. <laughs> Your mother ate my dog. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> the dog runs upstairs while the mom's sick and is dying. And she sees the Paquita girl goes running upstairs because she hears the dog, like, barking and, like, squeal. And they all go running upstairs, and Lionel's, like, hunched over his mom as she's swallowing the tail of the dog. And she's like, Lionel, your mother ate my dog! (laughs) Just the way she says it. Yeah, he's like, not all of it. <laughs> it's like that's the kind of humor that he has, man. Right. Like, how does he go from that? Like, I would feel like that's holding me back from the type of person that I am. If I couldn't have that sense of humor that you can't take too seriously. And like I said, if you saw this shit written down on paper, people would be offended. Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that are offended by this movie. But you can't. Like, I don't know, he does it in some way that's just so silly that you can't. Right, be too offended by it. You can't be offended by it. Me and my father bonded over that movie when I was like 14 years old. You know, my dad's never seen that, but he does like Evil Dead, so I think I'm going to have to make him watch that. Yeah, Yeah. I'll get you the copy of that Saperstein's there. Okay, cool. You need to check it out, dude, with your dad, dude. That'll be a treat. He will enjoy it. He'll probably laugh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, dude. I could probably talk about this movie for... We could have just did the podcast just about this movie. You're probably right, dude. I probably could have gone on for an hour and a half just about that. Uh, There's stuff they didn't explain that I've just followed Peter Jackson like a fucking stalker. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like when you're searching online actively every few months to see if he's ever opened up an account, it's kind of stalker (laughs) steps. Peter, if you're listening, I love you. 
<laughs> Touch me. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, my, my dick sucks. Uh, anyway, so uh, if you guys are into fucking gory movies, you're into a lot of comedy, probably stuff that we talk about, shit, and probably better. <laughs> Check probably. out Brain Dead, a.k.a. Dead Alive. Dead Alive has a R-rated and an uncut version, which... Believe it or not, the uncut version is not the most uncut version. So if you get a chance, you can find the brain dead version on DVD and you have a region free player, Blu-ray or DVD. Pick it up. Check it out. Watch it. Love it. Come back. Tell me you love me for telling you. And if you love it already, tell me you love me anyway, because I just need some love. It's my birthday. So fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's it. Um, I'm old, man. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking, dude, I remember being 30 just not too long ago, and now I'm old. I'm not even going to say how old. I, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to say it. No, yeah, I'm 78, 78. Yeah? He's, like a, he's so old that he's like a lady about his age. Yeah, now. dude. I just want to thank you guys for listening. I don't think you realize how much it means to us that you share, like, and comment, and talk to us. We just like doing this shit, and we really appreciate that if you actually make it to the end of these things, like, give us a shout out, let us know what you liked or didn't like, what you want us to do. We want you guys to be a part of it. For sure, and I think we only need a couple more entries for our Yeah, contest. we only have, like, two entries left on our podcast. I'm going to be posting about it on our social media nonstop, because I just, I don't know, it's weird. It's like you tell them, hey, I'm going to give you like $25, $30 worth of fucking money. And it's like you're, you're talking, you're like, I'm going to kill your dog. And I know they're listening, so if you're listening now, you motherfucker. No, um, <laughs> yeah, we want to give you out some free shit, so if you can come up with the grave plots. But honestly, guys, like it really means a lot to me. Uh, I almost gave up on music, and this sort of saved me and brought me back to reality because I was doing something that I've always been. Part of the reason I started music was because of of horror movies. Like, I just loved the music that was behind the movies. And so I started music because of these horror movies. And now I'm, I fell out of music, and I came back, and now I've been, like, writing some synthwave-type shit that's, like, from the 80s for horror movies and... I'm like, I just feel alive doing this, so I know I'm gushing and I'm jerking off in my own mouth probably, but I just thank you. Like, it means a lot to me. So being able to share this with my friends and you guys for my birthday means a lot to me. Whether you care or not, I'm going to say it fucking anyway, so suck a dick. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not against it. All right. I'm not judging. Anyway, thank you guys for stopping by. Patrick, I'm so glad we had our friends come by. Oh, and yeah, hang it was out. a blast. It was a blasty blast. Right. It had a lot of energy, and uh, I can't wait till next week, man. I really yeah, can't. We're going to do something cool. Uh, we're not really sure because Patrick's going to be on vacation. Yeah. So, but thank you guys for stopping by for the birthday brain bash. And uh, if you see any brains out there, either eat them, run away from them, or protect them, I guess. <laughs> this shit's fucking fragile. You guys take care. See you next Monday. Yeah, guys, have a safe week. Change the name.